What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Woo. Yeah, boy. Listen, Cole, I thought you were singing earlier, bro. Got me feeling intoxicated. Bro, I beg, I beg, I beg. <laughs> do, you think, do you think he has a career in singing? You know what? I, um, I'll leave it to God. <laughs> if you like it, I love it. Basically, that's what you're going to say right now. If you like it, I love it. I'm going to have a lot of funds, you know. <laughs> I already do, actually. Listen, I know that them people that go to, um, is it Britain's Got Talent and everything? Mm-hmm. That's what they say as well. You get me? And sometimes I look at them people, I'm like thinking, your family don't love bro, you. Bro, some man. of them, I don't like, bro, you took the words out of my mouth. You don't How have do friends. How do their friends and family look at them? They don't have and friends. And allow bro. them to go on that show. They do not have friends, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Nah, I'm telling you. You get me? But listen, I'm excited for this one, Cole. Bro, I'm, I'm excited I'm, for I'm, this one, I'm bro. Proper, I'm gassed. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to lie. I've been looking forward to this one, bro. Yeah, I came back from work today. Early. Mm. Yeah. Started setting up and everything. Yeah, about two o'clock. I, w- I was already setting up and everything because I wanted every- everything to be perfect. Wait, 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 wait. Is it because... Is it because yeah. of who we've got on the pod? Yes. Or is it because she is a female... Because of who we go on the pod. You sure about yeah, that? It's yeah, not yeah. Or it's not a bit of both. Because, no, no. bro, we ain't had a female no, no, no. on the no, pod No, because of who minute. she is, right? And mm. obviously because it's a woman as well. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because because so many times, a lot of people have been saying, yo, we need to have a woman yep, on the pod yep, and everything. Yep, we want to hear yep. a woman's voice. You know what I'm saying? But we were like, you know what? If we're going to do it, we got to do it good, man. For yeah. real. You get me? You know, so I'm excited for this one, people. You guys ask for it. We delivered, bro. Mm, mm, as we always do. You know what I'm saying? But how you feeling though? How's everyone feeling? Everyone feeling alright? I'm, I'm, I'm buzzing. Everyone feeling okay, yeah? I'm buzzing, bro. You ready to start, yeah? I'm ready to start. You ready to start, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right then, cool, 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 cool. Let's do this. Before we do the proper introduction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We need to start in properly, bro. Mm-hmm, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We need to start with one, one of my guys out there, man. Because I'm excited for this. I don't know if you might know, or rather if you know. Ocean Braff. Yo. He is doing the Super Bowl. Asha, he, bruh. You know what I'm saying? Tell me about that. He's doing the Super Bowl. But let's start this, bruh. You get what I'm saying? Listen, 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 listen. It's life on location, life on location, life on location. Welcome to another episode of Fresh of the Boat Show. Fresh of the Boat Podcast. Some people call it podcast, some people call it show. But it is Fresh of the Boat. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Salute to all the freshers out there. You can be anywhere in the world, but you're right here with us. And for that, clap for yourselves, everybody. Man. Clap for yourselves. Clap for yourselves. I appreciate you. Listen, this episode is presented by yours truly, Toby and Koja, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kelly's not here today. Where Kelly day? Where Kelly day? Kelly, he's always, miss, he's always missing the good part. I know, isn't he? You know what I'm saying? At one but point, I thought I was missing the good part. So, you know what? Well, yeah, yeah, I thought at that one too. point, at one I point, that at too. one point, but not today. But not today, man. You go. Know I'm saying. Tell, tell them why. Tell them why. Listen, bruv. We've got a very special person, man. Today, mm. man. We do. You go. Know I mean, we've got. She. She. She's the queen. So oh, I would say oh, we got yeah. a queen Hell today, yeah, bro. For real. Queen. You go. Know I mean, this woman right here. She's an award-nominated entertainment journalist. Mm. Mm. She's a strong arm in this industry for real. Mm. From TV to radio mm-hmm. to media mm-hmm. to magazines and many more, bruv. You got many, I mean? many more. Many more, bruv. She has interviewed your favorites and your favorites. Oh, favorites, your favorites, bruv. favorites. Tell you know them. what I'm saying? From whiskey to to guy, name them, bruv. She Mm-mm. she should already do everything, man. For Mm-mm. real. Mm-mm. You go, know I mean, she's also an Afrobeats ambassador. 
Yep. Most Not a lot of people deserve that title, but, but she does deserve that title yep. for real. Most importantly, yep. You go yep, I mean? yep, yep, yep. She's the host of the Afro Nation show on West Side Radio. Everything Afro. You go what I'm saying? The Afro Beast colonist for Post Magazine mm. and the Air Force Magazine. Mm. A voting member of the Grammy Awards, the Brits Awards, the BET Awards, Accolades, and the Mobile Awards, Accolades, the great Miss Gracie May. <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? You, got me, you like that? You like I that, like don't you? Yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. You get me? Listen, I have to prepare this one especially for you. You know what? You know I what feel I mean? like I need to just like put you in a box and take you everywhere with me. <laughs> Listen, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Right now, I can't stop smiling. Really? Oh, Who is that? First of all, I need to fit into your box, though. You know what I'm saying? You need, you need to get a big one. I, I will do anything for you. I appreciate you. I appreciate that, you. I appreciate I mean, you, man. I appreciate you, bro. I appreciate you. You get me? No, how, are you, how are you, though? You good? I am good. It's been a busy summer. We're crossing into the last quarter. Yeah, I'm good. I'm tired, but I'm good. I'm so happy to meet both of you. Listen, in we the are live so in the flesh. We're, we're, finally, we're happy. Man. We're happy to have you here. We're finally. happy. And to be finally. one of the only you. females to be in this seat. I know, I know. Love I that know. for me. Listen, we appreciate that, man, for real. You know what I'm saying? Because we were just thinking about that. We were talking about that. We were like, yo, you know, these people have been asking for this. Who do we yep. go for there? Yep. We were like, yep. you know what? Yep. Let's reach out to you, man. We love your energy. We love everything that you've been doing. Oh, thank you for, for the real. invitation. And I'm so happy to be here. Listen, we are happy to have you, man. You know what I'm saying? But before we jump into you, man, I think, I think it's probably right that we start with this because once we jump into you, we're not going to leave you till the end. Screaming. I you know what I'm saying? Bro, listen. It was announced that Usher will be doing the Super Bowl, man. Woo. For real. Bro, I was happy when I saw that, man. Were you surprised? No, I wasn't. Because I've been waiting for that. Is it? Yeah. Bro, for what he's done for the culture, for, for, for his stunts on, for the stamp that he's put on, 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 on R&B and hip hop even. Yeah. Bro, this, he, he, he should have done this like years ago. What do you think? You know what? Knowing that Rock Nation is like the Apple Music partner, so it's no longer like the Pepsi halftime, now it's Apple Music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that Jay-Z has like his hand in picking who gets to do the halftime show. So yeah. we've seen J-Lo and Shakira because of him. We had the Hip Hop at 50 because of him. That was, so, yeah, that, that was last year, no? Last year, yeah. right. So I've been like, okay, cool. Like, What other black superstar can we get? Really get. Um, obviously, Beyonce was because of him as well. Rihanna was because of him. Yeah. Um, and not just Jay-Z, obviously the whole Rock Nation team. Um, but he was in an interview at some point where he was just like, oh the halftime used to like piss everybody off because they would ask like three to five people each year yeah. and whoever was first to respond would get it so every year they were like pissing off four artists and he was just like no we're going to change it up we're just going to ask one artist at a time and if they decline we'll move on yeah, and yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. that's been a better approach and Asha I mean is well deserving he was actually my very first concert Oh, was oh, it for real? Yeah, Wembley Arena. I won't give you the year because I'm about to reveal nah, my No, we need to know. We need to know. We need but to know. By this point, like 8701 was already out. Confessions was already out. And I was out there as a teeny bopper screaming at the top of my lungs. <laughs> so I can't wait to do it again yeah, 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 at the yeah. halftime show. I mean, virtually, because I'm not a fan of, I don't even know, is it baseball? Cricket? I don't know. <laughs> 
I'm not a fan she's of the squirt. She's a bit of a crazy And you know what? I'm one of those people that I would join like an hour and a half in and just skim through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the sport, but him, yes. And I've been seeing like footage from the Lagos residency. I've been seeing footage from the Paris show. His abs at his eight. In fact, his abs full stop. He's in his 40s now. Yeah. Agile. Listen, he's ready. He's ready. As anything. He's ready. But you know what? I'm not surprised. He's always dancing in it. That's exercising. That's exercise and everything, man. I mean, listen, I wasn't surprised. Do you know what? I was a bit surprised because earlier when, when they were talking about it, his name was not mentioned, mm. which I probably think that they did it on purpose, if you ask me, right? Because I remember before Lizzo had the whole shit that she had, mm. right? I think a news came out that her name was taken off the list. So everyone was there, oh, okay. So they were probably thinking about her to, to do that. Mm. No one really was talking about Usher mm-hmm. at all. But now looking back, yeah, I said, Maybe they were prepping for this moment because the race density thing has been going on for like, like the last two years now. Mm. Mm. I think it was a thing because we've not seen a race density like this loud. You know what I mean? That, like, that, bro, the, the media, the the attention on this and everything he's doing with the ladies yeah, and yeah, everything yeah. on that. You get me? Like, it was like, it, it made was sense. all in preparation for, 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 for this. this. It made sense. <laughs> and, and you know what's so amazing as well? Like they've come out saying that there's going to be an album that drops on, like, the, on, the, on the day. day. Um, there's going to be all these like different like BTS features and stuff. And apart from him being at Vegas, I think Adele was the only other youngish person that has had a residency that anybody cares about. Usually it's like share. Okay, no, Britney's had her residency too. <laughs> Let me give her her flowers. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like when you think of residency, you think of like a legacy yeah, artist, of course, of course. somebody that can't necessarily tour yeah. anymore but the fact that Usher's still in his prime he's still, he's still got songs he's still on the charts yeah, yeah man shout no, out to him listen 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 he's he's killing it bro he's killing it he's still very what relevant. song do you think yeah what song do you think if he doesn't perform that song you'll be pissed uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah <laughs> what is that? Love that. Love that. What is that? Let bro, me say yeah. If I don't hear, yeah. Is it? If I don't hear, yeah. This. Bro, I'm pissed. Ah, oh, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. This is gonna come up. It's gonna come up. Oh, this is gonna come up. Yeah, yeah. This is gonna come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah, what? That yeah, was yeah, one yeah. of the first like raps in a song that I learned. Mm. Is Watch it? out, my outfit Ludacris ridiculous in the club. Look at your conspicuous. You know what? 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 You you know what? There's a few. Not cool, no, Do you know what? Be worried about that, bro. This is the song. Oh, shit. Why? She's burning me. Hold on to this. Oh, my God. I know this is taking me back right now. But that don't mean I want to. What I'm trying to say is that I love you. I just. 
coming to nah, 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 nah. This song needs to come on for it's real. For me to let it go now. And hold on and hurt. I gotta let All it right, burn. sing along. It's come uh, perfect for me to say this, but it's coming, coming from, from my heart. heart. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> <laughs> show and it's high yeah. energy what? is he gonna do the mid-tempo slow tempo stuff? i think he would i think he would bro like, if you so look at prince mm. prince when he did Papa rain i don't know if you guys were paying attention then bro Papa rain is so slow but it's a classic but it's a classic though but burn is a classic too burn is a classic bro where were you guys can you remember what you were doing the first time you heard burn Mm. No, I can't remember. I ain't gonna lie. I remember when I first saw the video, it was on either MTV Base or The Box. It's like back in the day when we still had cable. And I remember being like, oh my God, things are on fire. I remember like seeing it, but no, I don't know. Ah. I remember where I was Ah. when I had confessions. Oh my gosh, yes. And the Jermaine Dupree, everything. Oh my God, yeah. 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 Where, where were you? An ex played it to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, that, that one, I, I remember. That was the first time I heard it. I was like, is that Usher? I remember very, very well. I was yeah. in like, was I in like secondary school or something? That was time ago, man. But I remember she played it to me, crying, you know, the For love real. I, was For like, real. I was not even paying attention to it. I was paying attention to the song. I was thinking, is that not Usher? Because I couldn't make it out. Wait, 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 wait. Why would she play this song for you? Bro, I'm crying. Playing. Why was she crying? I, I'm not going to get into details. Wow, okay. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah. did, did you cheat? Nah. See ya. Man don't cheat, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sip your drink. Sip your drink. Sip your drink. Sip your drink. Sip my water. <laughs> you know what? I remember where I was when I heard Burn. Where were you? And, and it, it was not the best of ways. Oh, okay. Mm. You get me? And funny enough, at that time, my boy called me, rough. Oh, shit. My boy called me and told me, yo, we saw your girl with the nest man. I swear to God, we saw your girl with the nest man and everything, bro. So I said, what? So I went straight to the girl's house. Boom. I said, yo, what's going on? Let's work on this. She said, nah, I don't want to do this anymore. Boom, 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 boom. You know, after that whole conversation, bro, I went back home that night. I couldn't sleep. I was just like this. <laughs> on my bed that night, yeah. And the radio then, they played Burn. Mm. That was the first time I heard Burn. Right. Uh, you got know I me. Mean? I still, still listen to the song that night and everything. And since that time, bro. And then I saw the video, obviously. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the video was sick. And, everything. and then but the, yeah. the next day, you probably got a CD and then burnt it on the CD. That's a good one right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. But yeah, that was the first time I ever heard Burn. 
And that's listen, Burn is a classic, bro. Classic. I remember the second song, it's You Got It Bad. You got it, you got it bad. Hang up, make it call right back. Yeah. You got it, you got it, bro. Yo, bro, can anyone ever forget about Usher? Like, can can these songs ever fade away? And the joke no. is, I was with two, let me call them Gen Zers. Oxlade yeah. is one of them. And I, or she used to be on my team. And they were really trying to debate Chris Brown and Usher with me. And I said, I don't get if, it. if I'm to beat you, I don't understand. Because I, don't no, get, no, I do no, not no, get that no, debate. No, 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 and no, it's no. not them, you know. That, is, that debate has been going bro. on because that was, that, wait, that was what led to people talking about that, that they're going to do the verses and everything. Yes. Bro. But that is very debatable. Huh? No, no, my guy. Gracie, that, that is debatable. Or Chris Yo, Brown. Chris Brown has got some classics. No, 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 no. He he does. He has Yo. hits. But Usher? But Usher. No, but Chris too? What are you guys talking about? Nah. Usher is our male Beyonce. Yeah, yes. And so, and what, and what is Chris Brown in? Maybe no. Chris Brown is the next generation. I don't know. What are you talking about? Mind, next I've been generation. A Chris, Chris Brown, Brown listen, fan from running. Listen, Chris, with Chris, Joe exactly. Yeah, I've been yeah, a fan. Yeah. And that is when Asha was releasing confessions and that you know, deep it. Chris Brown came out at a younger age. Is there any Chris Brown song? No, yeah. bro. Sorry, is let there me just any Chris Brown you. song? Chris Brown came out at sixteen. Asha came out at fourteen. But then, when did Asha start popping younger, like right? that? Asha signed to Diddy when he was around fourteen. But when did he start popping? So excuse me, he was popping from when he was talking about drop drop cruise. But, but all these songs nah. that you lot are singing, he dropped them when he was in when he was in his early twenties. No, no, no. Yeah, you yeah. remember Usher from US H E R. But you're singing, but you're, you're but you're singing Bennett and then Confessions no, 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 no. and then so we got talk- a bad in that. Okay, all those songs cool. were either eight seven oh one or um the Confessions album. But the song I just My Way, bro. How old was he when he dropped My I Way? Fifteen. Did you guys hear? Yeah. You call me my, my way. way. My yeah, come on, come on. What year was this? This was 97. Thank you. Go, are you crazy? Huh? Go, are you crazy? Oh, no, 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 you got, you got something. Oh my you gosh, yeah. See the thing about you that caught you know, what, you, you, crazy? Know, you know, this is all about Asha. So I'm, I'm not even gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna debate. I'm not gonna debate. Just the kind of brother. We've been doing it my way, getting my way for years. In my career. And every lover. Um, my guy. Nah, you ain't tell me, you ain't tell me. Until I met this girl who turned the tables around She caught me by surprise I never thought I'd be the one breaking down I can't figure it out why I'm so caught up Got me feeling it, caught up I don't know what it is, but it seems she's got me twisted Okay, okay, I get you, I get you You don't have to call. I've not even gone to U-turn. I've not even gone to Superstar. Okay, girl. Bro, 
Because <laughs> I will be alright tonight. You don't, <laughs> you don't have to go. Wait, what album was he on again? That would have been 8701. 8701. I'm just looking for it right now. It's okay, girl. Yeah. I won't be around. Yeah. Yes. After the night. <laughs> Don't leave the girl, girl around me. True player for real. That's my girl. Hey. 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 And he's hey. living it. He's living it for real. He's living it for real. Pop your collar, yeah. Hey, we really doing this. Hey, oh, we're really doing this. You know you're doing good because yeah, they're jealous. You know, yes, this one. Welcome to day. Woo! Could you just stop the wonderful world of you? None of these guys are touching Usher. And check it. You have two. Dancing wise, yeah. Okay. Dancing wise, I'll it give it to you. I'll throw it away. What are you talking about? Hit. See, it's one day we need to do it well. Show. People hate you, yeah. Nah, I don't think so. Nah, is I, it I'm, still I'm gonna drop the mic right now. I'll just I'll leave it for today. We'll, ca- we'll, ca- we'll carry on this debate off mic. Listen, Chris Brown is him. Mm. Chris Brown is him, but he's not touching Usher when it comes to hits, bro. We got we got to keep your book. And and listen, the whole Chris Brown thing here. We can say okay, if not for what this happened, that happened, or whatever, he, nah, gonna nah, be, he nah. probably bro, gonna be here. If but you Usher say, is listen, Usher, bro. if you said to me, yeah. Chris is not touching Asha when it comes to classics. I'd agree yeah, with that. that. But, but that's what I'm but saying. When though, you it? say when it comes to hits, uh-uh. before a hit becomes a classic, it has to be a hit. Yeah. So if, if Asha has classics, that means he's also got hits. Timeless. Timeless. <laughs> sure, bro. you get. Nah, that, I don't, uh, You're doing boy math right now. No, 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 no. A song does not need to become a hit before it becomes a classic. Not necessarily. Yeah, it does. Not necessarily. Not every classic song was a hit when it first name came one. out okay i see no. where you're going with this name one some some songs yeah cooked thank later you very on. much I get what you're saying. and you name one and 
This song that you just played, in my opinion, it was not a hit. It was a classic. What? Hang Your Color was not a hit. It was First a classic. First of all, it's Pop Your Color. Don't disrespect I mean, my shot. Fab, you get it right. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Nah, but, well, you know what? But you know what? Maybe, 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 maybe because there's a few years between us, it was a, it was a hit for us. Well, yeah, it was a hit, bro. I uh, When I you were in year it. 10, I was in year 7. Yeah. Yeah, but then I should, I should enjoy Asha even more. Maybe, maybe Cause, not. Cause maybe when older, you were you were in the depths of your GCSE, to be yeah. Yeah. I was still teeny bopping. <laughs> exactly. She was, was still was in the mix, bro. It was, it was still in the mix, bro. Gracie, yeah. <laughs> she was she was in the mix, bro. Right, say less. Nah, say bro. Less. I'm looking forward to this, man. I'm looking forward to this because I was thinking that, um a couple of days ago, is there like a performance? Yeah, that in terms of anticipation that a lot of people have been looking at, maybe Beyonce. Yeah. Beyonce was, was, that was a moment. The weekend, you have to be like a weekend guy to really be into that. Mm. I'm a weekend guy. So I stayed up for that. Um, Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars was sick. Who else? Let's say. Rihanna. Rihanna, yeah. Rihanna, I enjoyed it. You know? Rihanna was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah. Even though a lot of people were saying that, oh, but she was pregnant. Like, I think the I mean? people that didn't like it haven't seen Rihanna live before. She's not, She's not crazy She's not with performances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She does sick choreography. She'll give you a nice, clean fashion look. Yeah. But she's not the girly that's going to give you all the riffs, all the runs. She's not that type she's of girl. She's not player. like the, the Beyonce of yeah. 10 years ago. Where, right. yeah, 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 yeah. And she never has been. So to expect mm-hmm. her to come out as and her first whatever, performance yeah. in like seven years. Yeah, it was never going to be nah, there. Nah, nah, but nah, she killed it. Be. The levels, remember she had all the moving levels and all the dances in white. It, it was beautiful. It was sick. It was beautiful. I enjoyed it. You know, I believe 2011 was the Black Eyed Peas. Osha actually performed with them. He did. He yeah, came out. Yeah, black eyed peas. Yeah, with the black eyed peas, Osha and then Slash and everything. But I don't think because I'm going through the list right now. Yeah. The J Lo um, era, J Lo and Shakira. Ah, uh, cool. People enjoyed it, but I did not. I, I no, I did not I, care I for it at I, all. I don't think it was that unspeak. Yeah, I did yeah. not care for it at all. Maybe Eminem, Dr. Dre, Snoop yep, Dogg. That was a, that was a badass. Yeah, 2020. Then Rihanna. Nah, I'm looking forward to this, man. I am looking forward to this, but Usher needs to come to London though with the whole residency thing. He needs to. You get me? He We've needs been petitioning. Be. I'm telling you, he needs to be in London, man. You can't go all the way to Paris and everything and not come London. Not, not, not take a, a, you got a, me. a dive to London. Yeah, man, you got to, man. You got you to. You know what? I'm, I'm hoping he's just waiting on the right promoter to bring him across because with these things, without getting too much into like the music business of it, yeah. his fee is going to be his fee. So it's just about finding a promoter that's going to pay him his fee, but then also pay for production because you know he doesn't play about in Paris. I saw strippers in the sky coming down Listen. the pole. I saw like the roller skating dancers there was like different fashion looks the stage was crazy he was grinding against you know a mic stand as I'm, he I'm sure does. I'm sure production will make their money in London it's I awesome, mean London bro. is so we're in a cost of living crisis mate yeah, are, but, pe- but people are still popping bottles people, people are, are still, still spending money people bro. are still like you know what it is I think critically whoever's bringing him is looking at the R&B market right now and probably thinking uh, that Afrobeats is killing it Drill is killing it um, UK rap is killing it, but maybe the R and B side isn't maybe as strong. And well, probably you don't think, think it's as strong in 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 the UK. To as... me, a lot of the R and B singers that have popped that are British have had to migrate to yeah, find the success absolutely, absolutely. outside. But LMA. Mm. Well, I mean, even if you speak to people like Shay Universe, Bella, these are the new R and B girls. Even Brini One Way, and you know the new gen guys are just they're like the UK doesn't support them until somebody mm. else does, and so whoever's financing that. 
tour, that rollout, whatever, is probably thinking, okay, they're not sure we've got market. That's one. Two, Usher's current audience. I mean, the Gen Zs, Gen Alphas appreciate him as an OG, yeah. but the people that they're targeting are us. Yeah. Absolutely. The guys in their 30s and we have responsibilities. We we have your We got bills. We got, <laughs> some of us have, have kids. You know, and so if the price point is at like 300 pounds, 250, whatever, you know, because some of the French tickets were crazy. Maybe they're what, trying what to judge it. Listen, like, I okay. disagree with you though. Like some, some of these men out here are, are going on dinner dates, paying 200 pounds, 300 pounds, bro, 400 that, pounds that's, for dinner No, nah, no, nah, you can't compare yeah, dinner date to this. You can't it. compare dinner date to this though. Because? Man's going to a dinner date bro, in the you take a check to a Osher yeah, concert. Okay, fair enough. But I see where you're going with you that. Go. On a dinner yeah, date, you're probably paying 300 in total, right? If you're buying two tickets for Usher at 600, that's... That's just a ticket. That's a flight. <laughs> India abroad. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, that's yeah, not included yeah. if you're going to give her the full package of the hotel experience, mm, maybe a dinner yeah, before. Mm, that crazy. has to be like a proposal or a birthday. Crazy. That's one grand. Cr- easily. Easy. So, easy. you know. Because I saw the, the, um, the prizes for Paris and everything. I was like... Yikes! What were they saying? Um, I think it was about a thousand euros or something like a at thousand least. euros. Yeah, for the at, good seat. Yeah, yeah, just for the good seat. You're not talking about well, that. Yeah, is I mad. Mean, you got me. If I'm not mistaken, because I really wanted to go, but I was like, okay. Do you know what? Let me wait for him to come to London. So you're not even chatting about VIP tickets, like no, 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 like no, 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 good views no, no, seats, no, no. like. I mean, there no, were no. some 250 seats that I saw, but it was Is like obstructive no, view, still, yeah, 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 high yeah. in the sky. You, you want to get a good view. Yeah, yeah, of course. But if we're talking about a grand, my first car was 1,200. There you go. But that was how many years ago, decades ago? Yeah, so, excuse you. <laughs> bro, you no, but you know, fan. you can still <laughs> find a decent running car for a grand. So it's just... Today? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go nope. on a... No, oh, maybe not so decent. Second hand, yeah, come on now, guys. What oh, bubble babe. are you nah, living nah, in? Nah, nah, nah. I it, swear it has bare miles on it. Nah, that's if you're planning to drive it for like six months. But okay, if you had a child that had just turned 16, you're not going to get them a Mercedes. No, of course yeah, You're yeah, getting nah, them nah, the £1,000 car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my point is car versus Usher experience. Me? Car. I'm picking Usher. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm picking the car. I'm picking the car. So yeah, I mean, a grand is a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. Yeah, but that's Usher though. It's Jesus. Usher. And it's a once that's in a lifetime experience. experience yeah. That's an experience. Yeah. But listen, listen, listen. Salute to Usher, man. Salute to Usher, man. No, we're, we're looking yeah. forward to Salute that. To like, like crazy. Yeah. Salute to Usher, you know man. You know what I'm saying? All right, cool. Let's get into you now, man. Okay. Let's get into you. You get yep, me? Yep, We've yep, done yep, Usher. Oh, yep. that, man. But we got to get into you right now, man. Listen. I've been checking, I've been stalking you a little bit. Innit? Okay. I've been stalking you and all Just that. Just a tiny you know? little. Not Listen, in a creepy a way? Bit. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, no, in no. the creepy way. Okay, great. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear that first. I, I had to think about that. Hey, when, nah, you nah. Said, when you said, yeah, I was going to say talk for yourself. Exactly, bro. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't hear that first, man. <laughs> but yeah, you know, obviously you've, you've done great for yourself and everything. We you thank God. Listen, thank you've God. done great for yourself. You know, just read out your achievements and everything and everything that you've done and all that. You know, how chaotic is your work? (laughs) Because I'm sure because because I saw a tweet which you did and everything like you did about 36 interviews in one week. No, it's Mm. crazy. That is nuts. Yeah. That is nuts because I read that and I was thinking, someone like myself, with how much of an introvert I am, I think the most we've done is probably three or four a week. In a week, yeah. I think and, like three. And I was so exhausted. Mm. You, you, man texted, yo, man texted at like 
three in the morning. Yo, guys, I just finished the interview. This guy, you know, we're bad boy teams. I'm mad tired. Oh, I love him. He's my friend. <laughs> yeah, love him a lot. Listen, he came over here. Yeah, he is a very funny guy. Hilarious. Really enjoyed it and everything. But they turned up like around twelve midnight. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So turned up and everything. By the time we started interview, it was like one o'clock, one one thirty in the morning. By the time we finished, I was knackered as hell. Yeah. You know what I mean? But let's get to you, man. 36 interviews in one week. Mm. How did you cope? You know what? My life has been very um, intense, high-pressured, fast-paced for a long time. I've been in the industry for eight years now. I've hosted the Afro Nation show for the last six years. It'll be six years in November. Nice. Um, I've interviewed over 250 Afrobeats artists. So, Sheesh. Yeah, it's um, it's all great to God because, you know, Afrobeats is popping now. But when I started... They didn't want to give us the time of day. In fact, the reason why I've been on air for eight years, but I've only had my show for six years, is because for the first two years, I was like, hey, we need an Afrobeat show. They were like, what's that? And at the time, it was only like the bands that had come out with um, Oliver Twist eight years ago. Fuse, ODG with Antenna and Azonto was out, but right. there wasn't like a movement. It was like pockets of Afrobeats mm. and it was like very Ghana heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So at the mm-hmm. point, at that point, it didn't feel like there was enough demand for an Afrobeat show. But since yeah. then, you know, all glory to God, I've been able to meet and interview literally everybody you said. So all of the female greats. Let me start with the women. So Tiwa, Yemi, Thames, Salute Ira. to all the ladies. Salute to all the ladies. Salute, Salute to all the ladies. Salute, Salute to all the ladies. For all the ladies. Um, as well as, you know, the... Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe let the clap finish. Yeah, exactly. Um, as well as all the guys as well. So, yeah, I mean... Um, I'm so happy because we prayed for days like this, right? Yeah, Where Afrobeats yeah. is center stage, it's mainstream. And my work in journalism on air led to my written career in terms of like interviewing people and then like writing it in different magazines, oh. um, which then led to my PR company. So being able to help artists do a successful campaign. Um, a lot of people didn't have a middleman. They knew that they created music in Nigeria or Ghana or on the continent, oh. but didn't know how to publicize it in the UK, Europe, outside of the continent. And given the fact that I go off, um, go back home so often. And given the fact that I, even before I was a publicist, I had my other colleagues on radio. I had my other colleagues in writing. So being able to do a campaign made sense. And I used to do IT project management. (laughs) Oh, Um, oh, shit. And I worked in marketing. So I understood what promo looked like. Oh, so that definitely helped you. Right. So then I developed what we call the four Ps, which is promo, press, publications, and playlisting. You guys Uh, listening out there, man. That's the, that's the hack, the 360 hack <laughs> yeah, for yeah. a good campaign. And given that, like I said, I had the colleagues in publications, which is writing, in press, which is TV, radio, podcasting, like you guys, yes. um, and playlisting, which is obviously the Apples, the Spotify's and whatever else, as well as, uh, what was the last one? Promo, my marketing background yeah. uh, and my legal background, but we won't get yeah, into that. Pr- 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 oh, okay. Proud to get into marketing. You studied law, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Wow, where, where did that switch even come from? Like law to marketing, and then to this. Like, it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a cat with nine lies. Definitely. Um, I I think I secretly knew I was never going to be a lawyer, but both my parents are doctors. Of course, right, right. So, of course, we all have yeah, that story. Yeah. yeah. So it was it was one of them ones. Like we you know what though? In, in fairness to my mom, she was born and raised here, so that like conservative pressure wasn't it was necessarily not there. Like there. Too strong, but yeah. just knowing that both my parents were accomplished and all my aunties and uncles were accomplished. And I'm the first child of my mm. parents. It was an inherent kind of pressure. Mm. And on yourself. Yeah, like, on myself. Like yeah. I didn't want to disappoint anyone. I didn't want to be the black sheep of the family. Of and yeah. without getting too deep with it, my mom is a single parent. So I also didn't want 
my dad's family to look at her and be like, ah, oh, she's failed. Mm. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm good at talking. I love to analyze. I'm actually very good at a structured argument. What could benefit? Okay, law. Um, and I think my undergrad, well, my undergrad, before undergrad, my A-levels were like psychology, sociology, philosophy. Okay. So I was very much a people person. Oh, anyway, I did law and I actually thought I was going to do it. And then I graduated and I wanted to go into human rights because I wanted to help people that couldn't help themselves. Yeah. And I got into it and I realized that, oh, wow, law is just what you can prove and how much money yeah. you have. Yeah. I was like, ah, if it's about making money, there are jobs that are way less stressed. <laughs> than this. Right. And so I'm that's how be I- cramming all this, this stuff. This is yeah. it. So that's how I pivoted into project management and then specialized in IT and then specialized in data marketing. And right. then um, the journey without getting too complex with it was uh, I started creating content on YouTube. I got discovered on YouTube. Um, Westside actually said Oh my gosh You have a great personality For radio right. Have you ever considered it Went in for a demo Got my show Literally the week after The oh, week fantastic. after And that's how Sweet. it Kind of escalated To where we are today With me you know Working with different labels Consulting for the Grammys And the BTS And the MOBAs And yeah, the rich yeah, Everything yeah, you said yeah, before yeah, yeah. And obviously now Managing artists as well So it's been a It's been a crazy journey But no, that is that is mental. That's amazing. Yeah. That's glory amazing. To God, to glory to God. So they give you your own show a week after your de- your demo. Yeah, and that is, that is I started mad. off on a hip hop and R and B show, which is why I can know all the Usher lyrics were. Oh yeah, 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 I love that. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a morning show as well, um, and it was Saturday, Sunday, and yeah, I mean, after banging down the door saying I need an Afrobeat show, they actually paired me with um, Rod Rance, who is still my DJ to today. Yeah, we had a demo just to, like a chemistry test to see if we'd get on, um, and yeah, the rest it, is it, history. It worked. What was that first conversation like? The Afrobeat conversation, like, listen, we need to have an Afrobeat show. What was that conversation like? You know what? It was it was a bit um I don't want to say tense, but it was around the time where I had just really started discovering like Star Plus and stuff for myself. They were my intro to Afrobeat. <coughs> my mom, yeah. like I mentioned, was born here, so she wasn't playing like Ebenezer Obe or King Sonny Day in the house. Like I grew up on Michael Jackson or Whitney Houston, even Jarrell and Usher. Like my mom's favorite song for a period of time was um What's Love Got to Anyway, that's a yeah, whole other yeah, story. Yeah, 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 but yeah. so I had to discover Afrobeats and African music for myself, and my intro was Star Plus, Olufumi, and Imagine. Oh Europe. my God! Do you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 you know. Olufumi, yeah. I didn't understand oh, it. Listen. Single words like you. Yo, I love them boys, man. Them boys can sing their ass off. And they're on my list of like artists that I haven't gotten to interview yet. But like, once I do, I can retire happy. Hold on, like, are they still around right now? They're still around. They still do like local shows. They're based in Abuja. Every time I've gone to Nigeria, I've been in Lagos. So we haven't been able to make it work. But guys, if you're watching, I still want to meet you. Listen, Mm. listen, I'm going to fangirl out, I promise you. You Child hear that, you hear that, you hear that, man. No, no, no. I love them boys, man. No, 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 and really. I remember the first time they came out and everything. I was like, who are these guys? Mm. Because I think that was just after the reign of like Plantation Boys and everything. So we were always looking for that that new boy band and mm-hmm. all that. And they came out from Abuja. And, oh my God, them guys were so good. Bro, they were popping in Ghana. Because like it? I said, yeah, they were singing in, what is that, Yoruba? Yoruba, yeah. yeah. No one understood it, but those songs were The melodies fire. and everything. Yeah, yeah the melodies. Everyone could sing to it. Like you're, you're, you're either murmuring the words or you're, you're just, you know, you're just yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, no, it's amazing, it. man. Those guys were good. It was a whole era in itself. And then oh, yeah, that introduced absolutely. me to P-Square and even Plantation Boys and, you know, Weird MC and all of the OGs at that mm. point. So that was my introduction. But because they hadn't crossed over to the UK, when I was having those conversations of, we need an Afrobeat show, they were like, well, we don't hear these songs in the club. Mm. We don't see anyone like 
talking about it. And at that time it was Facebook. So nobody was Facebooking about it or yeah. even Instagramming about it. And I was like, you know what? You're right. So I just, I bid my time. And then when the opportunity presented itself, because at that point I'd been feasting on African music at that point, maybe two or three, maybe even four years, it meant that the show had substance. So the format of our show is the first half an hour is like a freestyle mix. Then we do what we call wave of the week. So there's 54 countries in Africa, 52 weeks in a year. Yeah. So every week we try and spotlight a different country. Oh, sick. Staying away from Nigeria and Ghana, which are, you know, the hub. A lot of people yeah, know. And yeah, obviously yeah, I'm yeah. a piano was coming now as well. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we'll play a song from South Sudan. We'll play a song from Burundi. Okay. Wow. Really trying to do like that Afro discovery, Afro education. Then we'll do a top five where we kind of playlist five songs that are really popping. And then we end with like another mix. So um, over the six years, we've been able to platform so many people. When I say these guys are my friends, it's because I'm usually one of the first people that have interviewed them in the UK, yeah. which is amazing. Yeah, and um yeah like like i said the journey's been beautiful chaotic crazy intense um you know a lot of these deals are made in the bar not in the boardroom so it's also having to adapt to nightlife but yeah i mean i can't complain no 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 you know what you've done great for yourself man because because part of the reason why i ask you this is you know obviously we are so we are stepping into this this world right now Mm. and a lot of people including yourself a lot of people have said to me, yo, you know, you have to really be out there, yeah. you know, because mm. I, because mm. I'm a homebody, bro. I'm a homebody. I'm Same, always I ain't gonna lie. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a these guys too. are even worse sometimes. You See, this guy, I, sometimes I hit these guys up and, uh, and like, I'm like, yo, gee, we've, we've got to be here and everything. This guy will come up with bad excuse. Bro. It's not, <laughs> ex- it's not an excuse. <laughs> it's, it's, not an excuse. <laughs> I'm like, right, cool. you know, when life is just life in you. Yeah, of mm. course. Cool. You know, but 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 that's amazing though. But what goes into the preparation of your interviews and that? Because, I, like, I know. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm. When we podcast, just us, it's easier that way. Mm. But when you have a guest, you have to research. Mm-hmm. Do your research on the guest and everything. Mm. You know all that. So I kind of think like a lot of work probably goes into that. Mm-hmm. So for you to have thirty six or more interviews like that, you know, how week. much work? goes into that preparation. it's a lot it is a lot but because i have a segment on my show called gossip of the day with gracie may it's like a five minute section where i'm talking about afro pop news a lot of the times when they're in the headlines i'm just absorbing it anyway because i'm always on the hunt for what's happening in the community in the culture right now so usually preparing for the interviews for me i'm a bit of a nerd i love listening to podcasts and i love listening to interviews anyway yeah. one to keep me sharp in terms of like my own interviewing style and technique and skills or whatever but also because i'm nosy okay yeah, yeah, i'm nosy <laughs> So, she too like gossip. I do, I do, I do, I do. But it means that preparing for these interviews is so much easier because a lot of the stuff I've just kind of absorbed passively yeah. because I've gone to watch an interview because I like the artist, yeah, yeah, yeah. or I've gone to watch an interview because I like the platform, or I've gone to to find out about this artist because they've been trending and I want to get to the depths of okay, what's actually happening? Mm, yeah. Let me have an informed opinion and not just follow what's trending. So um, it's intense, hundred percent. It is, especially when you're uh, for me. How I prepare for interviews is I will watch maybe like the first six interviews I see on YouTube regardless of how long they are mm-hmm. and then I'll go back to like five or six years ago because yeah. yeah because you know the more artists kind of mature in their journey the more media train they get the more they hide certain parts mm, of their history absolutely whereas if it was five or six years ago everyone's fresh everyone's just saying anything everyone just saying anything you can right. find something there yeah and so a lot of the feedback that I get especially on the mic when I'm interviewing an artist they're like oh my gosh how did you find that out baby yeah, I went into the archives exactly and I think also watching 
past interviews lets me kind of gauge their personality. So mm. I know that if I have to over prepare in terms of knowing that maybe they're a bit quieter, they will just answer what I've said as opposed to kind of telling a story or someone like Ladipo, where I think I asked him four questions and he spoke for 45 minutes. Some people, they said, those are, the, questions. those are the yeah. amazing ones. Love him. But those I get it because he's a rapper, he's a lyricist, so he's used to kind of expressing himself in yeah, that yeah, way. Yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah, I mean, being able to watch interviews and do that research also lets you know how to prepare. And if I know that, okay, this is a talker. Um, uh, just let him talk. Just let him talk. And I will respond to what he's saying, but I don't necessarily have to go into when did you find out you loved music? Where did you grow up? You know How many siblings? Gonna, yeah. And also, I think when when I prepare to have a conversation with someone, as opposed to here is my list of twelve questions, I'm going to ask what I prepared regardless nah, of what yeah, you yeah, say. Yeah. How, like preparing for a conversation, I think. Is a nicer experience for them. Absolutely. For mm. me, for just, the listeners. Just an equationary. And yeah. being just a normal person. Yeah, absolutely. You know? yeah. Absolutely. Because, because that's part of the reason why we also do this, right? When we invite people, we want to have a conversation. Right. Yep. You know, we yep. just don't have it's not, equations yeah, and everything. It's not just about you know? question and answers. Because, like, because you just boring, wanna, yep. Exactly. And you I think it. this helps even with the business side of things, with the PR I do. Mm. Because someone is like, oh my gosh, you're so invested in my story. You've taken the time to find out about me. Mm-hmm. Um, the questions you're asking, no one has ever asked before. So... Because now I know them on a personal, more personal level, it kind of, not to say it leads into a friendship, but now we're not just interviewer, interviewee, yeah. bye, nice to meet you. It's like there's They're a, invested there's a vibe, into, there's you know, a, yeah, following yeah. back, responding to the DMs and all of that kind of escalates and snowballs into a working relationship, Absolutely. even if it doesn't end up as a friendship. So, but see, yeah. this, this is some, this is probably something that we, we, we can relate to this, what, mm. what I want to know. You see, when you've interviewed so many artists, like so, so many, many people, yeah, I'm sure I might be wrong. Some of them may have cancelled or not turned up or whatnot, mm. and you may have been looking forward to it so much. Mm-hmm. How oh do you do with that? Oh like it's happened god. to us before, and then oh my god, like we get we we get a bit in our emotions. I thinking, rah, this guy. Like, you, do you get what I mean? How do you do with it when when artists cancels an interview or don't turn up or? They turn up, but then they are not what you expected them to be. And then how do you handle it? You know what? There's a saying that's always First like, of all, has that happened to you before? 100%. Ah. Many, many times. Mm. Especially in the early days when I didn't really have a platform. And so, you know, now I've been able to create a niche for myself. And so when we're thinking about like Afro platforms to go to in the UK, I'm one of the first names, yeah, right? Yeah. So now people, even out of just respect for the name, will make sure they come and they come on time. But back yeah. in the day, I've had people cancel after the interview was started. I've had people cancel and just not say anything and just not show well, after- up. I started yes now I've had people where we've hired studios or even bought drinks or whatever and they don't listen I've gone through the trenches and back mm. but <laughs> how I was able to get over it is one it's never personal it's always been business and two okay. because I've been a fan of you not in a transactional way I'm not a fan of you because you've respected me enough to come to my platform I'm just a fan of you yeah. it's been able to keep me level and also sometimes you know it's a, it's a, it's a nice humble check <laughs> when I want to carry myself in the clouds because people are hailing yeah, me yeah, yeah, yeah. it reminds me that okay we're all human yeah, yeah, and if they're not yeah. sending for me I still it is sometimes have to send for you it, it, it is what it is, it no, is what like, it like is. the thing with me is because he does body up and everything yeah there is someone out there that <laughs> it's still it's still hurting it's still, yeah. <laughs> it's still hurting me but it wasn't because he didn't turn up it was a thing it was the way he went about it Mm. you know what I'm saying like like it was a situation where alright cool he said okay he reached out there he was like yo you know can you please play my music can you please react to my music or whatever mm-hmm. cool bless boom you know so we did it so we had like he was coming to the UK we were like yo you want to come on a platform yeah of course of course of course I've got um, a show whatever boom I'm going to come alright that's fine 
And the day that he was meant to turn up, I've told, I've told these guys, everyone is gas. We all gas to me, man, everything. And on that day, bro, this guy was not re- replying to his messages. Mm. Wasn't replying to his it's messages. It's not like he there, messaged to say, yo, guys, Look, I'm sorry, but, you know, I can't do You get what I'm saying? Like, like to me. Guys, you're yeah. in your feelings. Let me beat this story. Okay. okay. Tell me. I had a producer turned artist, big guy. Everybody knows him. Yeah. I'll tell you guys the name off air, um, who was supposed to come to the show. Yeah. I found out he was not coming to my show by going on Instagram. He was on a red carpet at a oh, film premiere. Shit. He didn't even have the decency to tell to me, say, Yo, I'm make not it. coming. Or I didn't realize there and was, was a crash. And it was all booked in everything. And you know, the thing is, everything you said about preparing the interviews, preparing the segments, even just making it a nice environment, customizing it to who's coming. We don't have the same setup for everybody because then that's boring. Yeah. Um, but even just, I said to you that I will literally watch six interviews, then make sure I do a throwback one. So I've watched at least, call it four hours of content, listening to this same person for you to not even have the decency to say you're not coming. Yeah. I had somebody else who made up one fantastic lie about how the car was broken into and they stole some of the stuff. So she, she or he wasn't, <laughs> wasn't in the mental frame to do the interview. Da, 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 da. And then I ended up interviewing the same person a year later. And she completely forgot about the lie. Oh, of course. And she was the most amazing, she or he was the most amazing guest ever. Do you know what? Do you know what? Funny enough. It happens. You know what? Funny enough. It's I'll, business. I'll, yeah. Do you know what? Funny enough. I would rather you lie to me though. Really? I would rather you just. No, 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 no. no, no, no. I, I would rather you lie to me. You have the respect to say, yo, you know, this is, even if it's a lie, I get it. Than for you to just not say anything, okay. not say okay. nothing yeah, and yeah, just yeah. blank. Just, just air me. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, got yeah, me? Yeah. I'm like thinking, golly, like. Let me tell you, you though, go. being yeah. on the other side of it now, being a publicist, I now have seen what could happen. Okay. One, maybe the person doesn't know about the platform or has been told about the interview late. Two, maybe that person has a, uh, like a personal issue with whoever you've booked them in for okay three i've actually been in situations where somebody has had a very close person pass away oh shit and the and the platform was really like well he has to come we've like i get angry voice notes texts emails all the time on behalf of the talent that i look after and you really have no idea what's happening in their lives and as much as we both benefit so you benefit as i say you we as radio host podcasters benefit from the content and they benefit from the exposure. If the person is not in the right mental frame, of course, of course, if absolutely. they've had something crazy happen to them, you get a rubbish interview, we get rubbish content. It doesn't work for anybody. It just doesn't work anybody. for anybody. Yeah, and um, I think the thing that always makes me laugh is when people scream at me and I'm just like, What's baby, I understand. I'm, I'm in your shoes. I still host a show. So yeah, I yeah, get yeah. it. Nobody likes a last minute cancellation. But where you say you prefer a lie, I will always tell the truth. My integrity yeah. is too much. I, and also, I'm not lying on behalf of somebody. Yeah, but... Yeah. What do you no, mean? No, no, yeah, but this is what I'm saying, yeah. If if you are, if the person says, you know what, well, bro, I can't make it because of because of maybe I've got another commitment or whatever. Like, just say at something. At least reach out. Don't, at don't, least just reach yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, know their, I mean? their favorite excuse is, oh, you know, I don't have Wi-Fi in this country. I didn't see the messaging. <laughs> I've heard it all, bro. I've heard it all. <laughs> That's so crazy. That's so crazy. Wi-Fi in the UK. I'm no, no, because they'll oh, tell you but, that they're on but, their two, three, four SIM cards, so they have to connect to Wi-Fi. That makes so sense, they though. Had... That, that, that could be true. Uh, they've heard that lie somewhere else. That's how they've repeated it. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But yeah, I've but dealt yeah, with uh, it all. Nah, it's crazy, though. It's crazy. But you know what? That's yeah, bad. before you started everything, you you said something about the women. You said, listen, I've got to give the women their flowers and everything, mm-hmm. yeah? And obviously, I saw one of your tweets. Like okay. I said, I've been checking out your tweets. Love that for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of the things that you said is, I'm just going to pull it up real quick. Uh-oh. I see you reckless sometimes. Let's see what you saw. 
Or rather, I think you probably reposted this one. You said, or, or rather, the film was looking for panelists for Black History Month events and putting together the team is celebrating our sisters. So we'd love to highlight Black women who have blazed the trail, suggesting welcome paid, whatever that is. But the thing is, do you think in our culture, women get their flowers? You know, I think uh, the millennial Gen Z Gen Alpha like split is very obvious. So I feel like when I think about Gen Z Gen Alpha artists that are killing it, apart from Ira doing her thing, there's Escort, there's Solace. I can name Reassure pretty much in every camp. Leah that was with DMW in every camp. Even um, Don Jazzy's just announced Life Size Teddy, oh, the female oh, rapper. She is sick. She's cold. She is sick. But there are so many God. girls undergrounds that are really doing their thing. I think the whole concept of there being limited seats for women at the table is very much a boomer thing. It's very much a millennial thing. Gen Z and Gen Alpha, they don't care. Mm. They're equal opportunities. If you have the talent, you'll get it. I think the issue across the board with Afrobeats right now is funding, is mm. ownership and empowerment. Those are the three things that are really lacking. I think a lot of people that are investing in Afrobeats right now have come with a very exploitive and extractive mandate. They're here to see what they can get and take out as opposed to like reinvesting in the ecosystem, building up not just the artists, but the teams, the publishing, the shows. The culture itself as well. The culture. They don't care. They're here for the money. And in the same way that, you know, reggae had its, you know, window, dancehall had its window, um, even Pitbull and the like Latino era. House music and all that stuff. Right. Funky House was the rave of the moment and mm-hmm. has is now like a, a memory of the past everything that's happened in these other waves um and you know there was actually a debate on twitter about how dancehall hasn't produced as many superstars as afrobeats and yeah, it's one it's a volume thing yeah. nigerians make up a quarter of all black people in the world but two i think we've actually had a bit more time to educate ourselves not to say that everybody's making the right moves but i feel like what we've done that some maybe some of the other waves haven't done is seen it for what it is mm. and not thought that okay people are caring because they care in general and knowing that they're caring in the moment so i'm hoping praying that we're talking about these these things and having these open conversations now mm. so that oh not lip loss on the curve no, it's all good. sorry about that it's, it's so but good. yeah having these conversations now so that um having these conversations now so that we can educate ourselves so that when you know the world's gaze has shifted from Afrobeats, mm. we can still retain the wealth and the ownership. Not that somebody else is owning our masters and owning our licensing. Yeah. Um, in perpetuity. That's a legal word, which means forever. I know. It's mad, isn't it? Um, and I mean, you know, we've seen some of the headlines of people signing away their life for 150K and whatever yeah, else. But that's the problem that I've got. Mm. Because we have this conversation and everything, yeah? In terms of the contrast and whatnot, right? Just before we go back to the women. Mm. You know, um, when I see some of these people and you see, you know, all the... Sh- record labels coming in and everything it's amazing it helps the culture to 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 get publicized to the world and everything but i'm also looking at what sort of contracts are some of these artists signing mm. you know what i'm saying because i'm not gonna mention names i saw an interview he's a big artist right now he's a big artist so he's doing well for himself but this was when he was coming up right mm-hmm. he was like yo I've been trying to get this person's attention, this person's attention or whatever the case is, right? And then one day that person said to him, hey, come to the studio, right? Mm. So he got to the studio. The person literally just gave him the contract, right? And told him, take this contract home, speak to your lawyer, whatever the case is, see where you go, do you, and come back the next day, mm-hmm. right? And this artist said, oh, 
Baba, 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 baba. I don't want to speak to anybody. I just mm. want to sign mm-hmm. this contract right now. Mm. I just want to sign this contract right now. Blah, 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 blah. I need this. You know what I mean? And at the back of my mind, I'm thinking, boy, you, you are lucky that who you signed to is a good person. He's a good person. If because was, we've yeah. not heard any contract issues with this particular person. Mm. But how can you even say that you don't want to read the contract? You just want to sign it. Education. You don't even you don't even know what's in this contract. Education. You know what I'm saying? You know, I think we often forget that a lot of the artists that have blown up have come from poverty. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so even somebody offering them 60k in their first year, they've never seen that. In they've life. never imagined that amount of money. Now it doesn't matter that the label could make a million off of them because they haven't even thought that they could make a million on themselves all they're hearing is the instant gratification they're thinking about their mum their brother their sister the hospital bills the school fees that are outstanding and they're thinking about the immediate need that they need to alleviate with that 60k so it doesn't matter that they can make five times as much because in the moment so they are not even thinking about the future what they potentially make in the next five years they are thinking about it now and the joke is when I have these conversations online in person even a label putting 60k into you is a risk on themselves because they have no guarantee that you will blow you're gonna make it and if we think about the different local labels or even international labels i tweeted uh maybe two or three weeks ago and i'm really loving twitter right now i know i know i'm I'm loving x as well but literally it said that i i believe if i if i'm remembering this correctly only one percent of people that sign actually get to release their first project that's crazy meaning that 99 percent don't um and again i will hopefully send you guys a link so that you can reference it somewhere so that people can can check out the yeah, research for yeah. themselves but if that's the case you're even thinking that okay if I'm in the 1% enough to even get the to funds get, yeah, yeah, yeah. then I need to use it immediately Absolutely. you're not thinking that I might get a Pepsi deal because you know Pepsi is one of the biggest yeah, brand yeah. um, collaborations that happen in Nigeria you're not even thinking about the fact that you might sell your publishing you're not thinking that you might actually get to number one without stream farming you're thinking that I have bills I have family to look after yeah. this is guaranteed immediate money yep. I'll think about the future when I get if there I walk away, and I think one I of the things that get this opportunity ever, again. ever again and poverty gives you a mentality of um, I might not even live to tomorrow so let me spend it today yeah. which is why you see people buying cars that they really can't afford yeah. buying houses that they can't they, afford they, they just want to enjoy it in the moment yeah. and uh, if I cast I cast uh, that's but it. for now <laughs> I'm going to enjoy it and yeah it, it, it shows itself up in everything from like I said thinking about your pension fund which in music is like publishing thinking about you know music or money sorry that will make music wow that will make money for you in the future they're not thinking about that nobody's thinking, thinking about, about that yeah. so so is, is it unfair is, is, so is it unfair to to kind of look at some of these artists especially the ones that come from poverty that have never had this opportunity before and now they're here is it unfair to look at them and be like yo you should have looked at the contract though or or is it on the labels to to do the right thing no Hmm. so uh i'm going to be very maybe unpopular with this opinion but a label is a business they're looking at their profit and loss their bottom line um it is your responsibility as an artist to equip yourself with management that is knowledgeable and a lawyer that is specialized in entertainment and music so their job is to make money that's it so how about if but 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 now this is what I'm going to. How about if this guy cannot afford a lawyer? There are some sacrifices and investment you have to make in yourself. If you you know, and actually it's a conflict of interest. If a label says, okay, we'll give you a lawyer, but the lawyer's that, working for the label, they will yeah, they will tell you all of the things you want to hear and not tell you anything. I, I, I feel like you I feel like hear. if you if you found yourself at that table to start with, bro, you need to sacrifice some more money 
to get a lawyer to get, or a to, get lawyer, to get yeah. management to look into that before you put any pen on paper yeah and the thing is you know you can actually do something where you can get some of your advance in advance yeah so if you yeah. say to them okay i'm actually going to take 2k or 3k or whatever or even if you don't even get there ask the friends and family around you let them put the money in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it will cost you more in the long run to not get into the detail absolutely yeah. absolutely but then but then at the same time as well at the same time as well i also think this helps as well when you when you've built your fan base mm. and you can get into the room with some some of a, with some form of clout clout it also helps as well. You know what? I, I, I want us to believe that. And it's true. You can demand more when you have proven that you are a viable product or brand to invest into. Yeah. However, even at that point, you have to do due diligence. No one is going to look after you the way you look after yourself. Mm-mm. It's not the label's responsibility. They're, they are there to invest into you and to get money out, to get profits out. They're not there because they necessarily believe in it's you. It's their business. They're, like, exactly. They're yeah, not there yeah, yeah. because they necessarily see you as a household name in five years or 10 years. They are there to make the most of what they can in the time that they have with you. Yeah. And so in their interest, it actually works if the contract is favorable to them. Absolutely. They make Absolutely. more money. Absolutely. So you have to go in with the same mentality and think, okay, what is going to be favorable for me. For me, yeah. And that's just it. I think we are in the first generation of artists signing big contracts. Mm, right? I don't know. P-Square really did their thing. P- P- yeah, P-Square back in there was cool. P- but, but I don't think P-Square was seeing the kind of money that these boys are seeing right now. I would challenge you and actually say that maybe some of the artists that are really blowing now aren't making as much money as you think they are. So what money are they blowing? Ooh. Ooh. I will say across the board though, in terms of like show money, a lot of the guys that own the UK Afrobeats top 20 right now yeah. are charging anything from 20,000 a show to $150,000 a show. So yes. Back in the day, artists were Back not in the day, they were taking like... Internationally. Like, let, and let me just put the caveat here, right? Uh, right? They're not necessarily charging that locally because obviously of the conversion, but the fact that there is demand outside of Africa now yeah. means that there are shows that have those budgets outside of Africa that are mm-hmm. able to pay the out of African money. Locally, it's still, I mean, the band and P-Square are still charging whatever you think the big guys are charging. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I'm not saying, listen. What, even back home? At home, yeah, they are. No, no, P-Square is P-Square. P-Square is one of the, when you're talking about from the older generation, if you're looking at P-Square. I if, will even tell you that Ice Prince, Ianya, and all of the guys that you still count as maybe OG status or whatever. Are still. They're st- they're, locally, they're charging neck to neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, are. Yeah. Is it? They are. I mean, because locally the budgets are the same. It's yeah. outside that it's the outside festivals have the, the most. Okay. Outside the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And outside again, I love the fact that Rema has calmed down with Selena Gomez. I love that CK has loved my TT. But the figures that I've just said is the bracket for almost everyone that has gone TikTok viral. Mm. Oh, they are, they are the difference I'm, is I'm, I'm the I'm volume of them. shows. Okay, mm. okay. Some, some people are busier than some. And we know that Wizkid said that he got one million for Rolling Loud last year, I believe. Mm. Um, and I know that we have said that um, Burner Boy, I won't even quote his figures. I don't know if that, that is <laughs> Listen, I saw some figures. I was like, what the hell? For real? But um, yeah, I think what's happening now is that <sighs> that people are more transparent even with the fees. Yeah. Let me tell you, in the same way that um, Jazz was in fact let me not even go to that no let me say it in the same way that jazz was sponsored by the mafia 
In yeah. the same way that hip hop was sponsored by drug cartels, yeah. in the same way that Afrobeats has been sponsored by Yahoo Boys, is, there has been G Boy money for a long time. For a very long time. And these artists have been eating well for a long for time. For a very long time. The difference now is one, we are more open and transparent with what fees are being paid. But two, there are more international opportunities, which means that these opportunities are coming more frequently. Absolutely. Mm. The fees have been the fees though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those fees have been healthy for a, for a long for time. For a while. Yeah, sometimes these boys are eating. And eating well, Luke. Eating loud, not for you. Do you think that they're building their houses in Anambra and wherever else out of what? Just out of, bro. Agriculture money. So. No. I, I don't know if it's so. With this one, I'm not going to lie, shocked me. Not that because I don't respect him and everything. He's, a, he, he's an OG. Fino. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I saw some something that Fino bought a whole estate. Yep, a whole estate, a whole estate, not not apartment building, the whole estate, bro. And there were, I think, like twelve to sixteen houses. I yeah, think. God, something God. like that. He's a able man now. What? What do you expect? <laughs> Fino, Fino, I mean, Fino is Fino is. Fam, he bought a whole estate, and and then at the same time bought some nest car for I think his manager and for himself. Like I was like thinking. Because you don't really, well, I might be wrong, but over here, you don't really hear that he's here, you nah, know, he's doing like all the shows and yeah, that's, that's, that's why when you said that's Fino, over like, here, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, but sense. he's busy back home and in Africa. Yeah, locally, Olamide and Fino are neck to neck. Whereas yes. on this side, Olamide has a bigger presence. And in his defense or our defense, we have a, a stronger Yoruba diaspora here. Yes. Whereas so the Igbo diaspora yeah. is in America. Well, so Olamide seems bigger here because there's more yeah. Yoruba people here. But, but you're saying home, back home. They're they like neck to neck. Olamide and Fino. Last like, December, yes, sorry, yes, the yes, December yes, before, yes. I was at a joint concert with them, and people were screaming Fino songs yeah. as loudly as they were screaming Olamide yeah. songs. Okay. Fino is that guy. He he's that guy. He is that. And okay, guy. Olamide has been able to maintain relevance with YBNL, mm, Asha mm. Care, Fireboy, etc. That also and helps as well. His flowers are well deserved. Um, and obviously he's had a couple albums. I mean, he's dropped an album actually every yeah. year for the last two three years. And yeah. maybe Fino hasn't had that same frequency. But right now, Fino is on uh, viral on TikTok with "Do I Look Like I Do Give Up." Yeah, he has his pockets. He's in and out. He's in and out now. And, nah, nah. and he's just had a baby. So he's also been away from the scene for a bit. True, 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 true. Do you think, yeah, because I was having this conversation the other day, yeah. Part of the reason, just back to the whole women conversation, right? Yes. It hurts me personally that when I look at people like Tiwa, I think Tiwa at this status should be selling out the O2 like some of these guys. Which is the reason why I said, which is the reason why I said, Right. I think we, we still have a long way to go when it, when it comes to supporting and, and championing the female, female artist. artist you know what I will say? I will Tiwa say, is a legend. No, this November, Afrobeats um, enjoyers are spoilt for choice. At the Wembley, we have Adekunde Gold. We have Kiss Daniel, but we also have Tiwa Savage. Mm. And then we also have a smaller show with Ira Star at Cafe Coco. And then we have Rema at the O2. What I will say about women in the industry is Tiwa really dominated with Maven, right? She was the first to really break out and give us that sexy look. She was mm. different from YJ. Yeah, yeah, she was yeah. different from the women that had come before her. Um, I think what's happened um, as her career has evolved is maybe... Um, 
maybe as the Beyonce of Africa, we can call her that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe it hasn't always translated. So, you know, lately she's been really giving us that tomboy look. Um, and, you know, in between, I, I, I feel for her because I feel like labels like Universal came to the continent with all the hopes and dreams of really pushing artists. And, you know, she's really gone through it. She's been with... Yeah, of course. De- uh, was it Def Jam? Was she with Def Jam? She was with Def Jam at some point. Um, and then before she was at Universal. Yeah. I feel like maybe the changing of hands. Some of these international and, majors don't and, and i think she was with, with rock nation as well sorry it was rock nation rock it wasn't nation. Def Jam. Yeah, it was rock nation, yeah, yeah. Rock nation. Um, i think that some of these international majors don't really understand afrobeats no, so the way they no. market other releases isn't the way they should market local releases local and i think she has suffered with that mm. i loved the um is it water and gary project mm. the biggest song from that was somebody's song with brandy great a and r mm. Great amazing, song, amazing. but that was the only song to drop from that project. And they really pushed the Amore track, but it didn't enter. Yeah. And so I think what's happening with these international majors, and this is just me, it's not just specific to Tiwa, it's a trend I'm seeing across the board, is one, these artists want to sign with these international majors because they've got the money mm. and you need the investment. Yeah. But two, they also have the A&Rs and these, uh, these guys are thinking, okay, I want to collab with someone in the US, UK, so that I can spread my tentacles and get that international reach. But what happens is you're losing the local market because the sound is too foreign but then you're not foreign enough for the market you're trying to enter oh, into. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah, it's a tough one. It's you a know, very tough one. Every market, I mean, UK and US inclusive, they're very, what do I want to call it? And it's not xenophobic. Maybe it's homo- homogenic. Maybe that's what I'm looking for. But they would rather listen to an R&B artist from the US than an R&B from Nigeria else, yeah. because they just will gravitate to what's familiar to them. Yeah. So unfortunately, a lot of artists are falling into this weird gap where they're trying to be international and it's not hitting. And actually what's but working... But the male artists are penetrating. Let though. me tell you though, the male artists are penetrating with sounds that sound local. Peru sounds local. Before you got Ed Sheeran on it, that's the Afrobeat song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love even just by the title, is an Afrobeat song. Kuloso Oxlade is an Afrobeat song. A lot of the songs that... In fact, Goya Meno, you want a bamba, you want to chill with mm, the, the songs that are crossing over, um, Noah Hala, uh, Wonder Banton, I could go on at Jackie. The songs that blow, my mind day for you. These songs are Afrobeat songs that sound like Afrobeat song songs. Like, yeah, yeah. Whenever an artist tries to make a song that sounds international, it, it doesn't, doesn't hit. enter the way they think, think it, it will. It's going to enter, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And at one point, at one point, that is what they were trying to do, you know. That is what many Afrobeat artists were trying to do. And let but me tell you, some, some are still trying to do They're it. Still They're still yeah. doing it. As someone who is on, um, who works with the Grammys, a lot of the criteria, even with these awards, is is it fifty one percent authentic African? And a lot of the artists that feel like that they're going to be in that nomination pool are missing out purely because they're using R and B beats. They're not using our local lamba. They're not singing in the native tongue. And that's just an example of how you're alienating the local market. Not enough for the foreign market, and you're in this weird gap where nobody knows what to do with you. Wow. And again, unfortunately, I love Tiwa. I'm so happy that she got to perform for King Charles at the coronation. She's making so many strides, but unfortunately, I think she's one of these artists that has fallen into this gap where she's she's British. She grew up here. She relocated back home, but she just 
in her latter, her most recent years, she just hasn't. She is. She, she is hasn't kind of, she's gonna found stop there. her niche. Yeah, yeah. And you're right. The guys have been doing O2 since like 2019. Yeah. She should definitely be there. She has a hit and everything. She has she a does. song. She, she has a song to them. I, I just don't know because when I look at her and, and obviously I, I, we have this conversation all the time. I said, there is just something that is just not right because she, if there's one person, I love her. I love, um, I, I always struggle with this woman's name. I don't know if it's Asha or Asia. Asha. 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 I love. ASA. Listen, that's one, that's one person that I want to speak to. Mm. She's on my list up there. I love her so much. I love Asha, you know, and these people, listen. But you know the difference? People like Asha, people like Lady Donnelly, they know their market is foreign. Yes, they have a, a a local market, the Altair market. Yeah. But, Asha has consistently been selling out Royal Albert Hall. Easy, and when you yeah. go to these events, it's 50% white people, yeah, non-Nigerians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's also about understanding who you are, the sound you make and who your market is. Your market, I would yeah. love to to just rest in her OG status, continue doing legacy stuff, do a residency, tour around as the African bad girl that we know you are. But I, And I also think, and this is me being honest, Ageism plays into it. People know her real age. A lot of people are out here flexing with their stage age. Of course. So knowing that she's 41, 42 and a mother, that's definitely played into it. I know that people say, oh, but Kim Kardashian, she's the mother of four. She's the same age. But that's different. It's not the same. Africans are very conservative. They look Mm -hmm. at you as a mother Mm -hmm. and they say, ah, Mm -hmm. you should be doing wifely things. You shouldn't have your ass out. I hate that shit. (laughs) I I hate that. It plays, I mean, the fact that that Kiss Daniel had Booger, which was a hit with the aunties and uncles, is an anomaly. We don't Mm. have that happen all the time. And so unfortunately, Tiwa is trying to engage with a with a with a the younger crowd yeah with a with an era that see her as an auntie yeah. then you have her age mates thinking that maybe she should be doing more mature content and again she's just falling into this gap where it's just oh right she's just gonna yeah. stop in her heart yeah. that, that, I, can, I can imagine how difficult that would feel like yeah of course like, you're competing yeah. with Ira who is Ira Star is 20 21 Thames is 20 between 26 and 28 I can't quite remember these girls can go on the stage and shake their ass in a handkerchief yeah. skirt mm. because that's age appropriate for them even she will do the same thing and she gets villainized even even they are still killing them girls as well not to talk about you you know I, I think it's just the mindset just, just like you said you know the African um, fans a lot of them are still very conservative in it. We're conservative you and know. we're ageist. Yeah. And, and we're and sexist. We can't ignore the fact well. that, you know, her having the tape, and I'm so glad she addressed it in Loaded with Asha Kerr. Who, who cares about the tape? Bro, 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 people, people do. People do. Mm. But people do. She lost home. deals because of it. Are you serious? She lost endorsements. Yeah, she oh. had a, um, a hot chocolate deal with her son. Uh, I forget the name of the brand. I'm not trying to give them exposure anyway. Yeah. And she lost that deal. That's because of bro, don't, right be, don't be surprised. I mean, this is Africa we're still talking about. Like I, I think we spoke about this. A sex tape is a big thing. Like it's a big thing back home. It might not be here, but it is still a. It's big still thing a big thing there. here. If you were dating Tewa or you were representing Tewa, I mean, it's very. It's not like when um, who is the the model Kate Bush when she had her cocaine scandal mm-hmm. and she was able to bounce back. Let's not also forget that the color thing is very. Mm, it plays, there a, are it a, plays lot, a role. There's a spot for black women, and there are many people competing for that spot. Mm. So once she's fallen out of grace, they'll replace her with the yeah, next they're replacing one. Replacing everything. You know what I mean? It's and hard. and and the new girl right now, Stamps and all that, you know, she's she's running away with you and all that. Do you think she has a lot of pressure? 
Of course. On her. Of course. For that first Too album. much pressure. You know what? Because I think the, the first album was actually supposed to drop this year and it's been delayed for a couple of reasons, which I'm not at liberty to speak yeah, about. Nah, cool. But um, I think it's not just pressure. I mean, she just in, uh, she just performed in Australia and people, like the comments are divided. Oh, she looks so stiff. Ira would never, Tiwa would never. But her vocals are so unique. Oh. How many people can say that they've written for Rihanna, that they were one of the, um, you know, music directors for the, the, the Black Panther soundtrack? How many people can say that they with were whiskey, actually... With Drake, not just with whiskey, Future. Not just, not just, but like you've been molded by SDC, yep. you are pioneers. Yep. Like she's doing it right. Her publishing is lit. Her sync is lit. Her licensing is lit. So even if she has, she, I mean, it's taken her, what, two years since her last project? Even if she doesn't drop another project for another year, she's she has good. set up her catalogue in a way where she be eating forever for decades to yeah, come yeah yeah and that's more than having a hit or being flavor of true, the month she true. set up herself and you know i love the fact that america is embracing her and loving her right now um especially because nigeria wasn't they didn't they didn't care they didn't for, really a while, for a they, while for a while fuck with her. and listen i tell people this i was surprised i love Thames. i mm. love Thames. i bang her music all the time but i, I was surprised i was speaking to somebody in nigeria and we were having this hot debate on the phone about Thames. I said, yo, Thames is that girl. Mama was looking at me like I was speaking yeah, Spanish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was looking at me like I was speaking French. He was thinking, nobody, no, nobody we no. don't care about Thames here. Uh, not like that. I said, what? I was calling songs free mind. I was calling, he gave me, he was like, he wasn't hearing it, you know? But, but I think, but it, it, I think that kind of done to me because she is more, into the whole R&B type thing. You get me? And there the way she has R&B been- There is R&B market in Nigeria though, but I think when it dawned on me was, um, you know, every December we have our shows. Yeah. So LiveSpot put on a night for her. And I was shocked because P-Square was like sold out. All of the other artists were sold out. And she she had a good turnout, but she wasn't, but it wasn't as sold out. As other people, yeah. Yeah, and I was just like, okay, I get it. I her market mm. is out. But you know, like I said, once you understand your market, go for your market. Go for it. Yeah. How much is here? Yeah. CK is not doing mad shows in Nigeria. His market is outside. Mm. Oxlade is not doing mad shows in Nigeria. His market is outside. Mm, yeah. I can name like 10 or 15 artists that just because they're Nigerian doesn't mean that the market needs to be Nigerian. No. And she, she recognized her market early on. Very early. well. And that really helped her. Very I can well. say the same for Ghanaian artists as well. Mm. I mean, Stoneboy King, King Promise knows. Yeah. King Promise obviously has been viral with Terminator and yeah, Kiddy and Kwame. Well, Kiddy's been sick and Kwame, you know, has been in and out. But I mean, people like Jackie signed to Sony UK because yep, yep, she yep, knew yep, that yep. her market was outside. Yeah. yeah. The guys that like, are signing cool. to Empire, market is outside. But you know what? It's so funny because when, when I look at that, yeah, some of these artists talking about shows in Nigeria and everything, yeah, mm. we always debate this. When I look at some of the money that these guys are taking and, and the exposure, you know, the production when it comes to these shows and all that, I think Africa is still way behind, you know, because it's going to be very hard for some of these artists to perform in London, America and everything with this high class production mm. and then you're going back home and they are telling you yo this is what we have yeah but with the current emergence of Afrobeats bro it's only a matter of time until we catch up to all of this you think like, so yeah bro <laughs> when money starts getting pumped into it more which it's just I investment. hope it would that's yeah. it. it's just investment it's just investment but that's where the problem is though you get so me you know no, what? We no, have nobody's looking to 
they don't want to invest. We have a lack of music venues in Lagos. Let me speak for Lagos. And yeah. I can actually speak for Accra as well in terms of like big capacity venues that have great lighting, great sound, great parking. We have a lack of that. Mm. And if you if you can say that, okay, we can only name five. But then you think about London, you think, okay, well, London only really has five. We have like O2 Islington. We have O2 Brixton. Well, you know, Brixton is in, in the balance right now. We have, um, we have uh, Outernet. We can maybe name five to 10. If these other cities only have max of five, where do you want them to go from? How many times would we do Echo Hotel? Hmm? How, mm. many times we do, how many times would we do Labadi Beach? How many times? <laughs> you know, and yeah. so I think it's, it's outside of the, the lack of venues, um, I think recording artists and performing artists are two very different disciplines. Yep. And to master one and not master the other kind of shows where your head is at. So a lot of artists that are great recording artists but cannot perform live. Mm, and know, show money is actually sometimes more profitable than streaming money, yeah, which is yeah, why you have artists yeah. that go on tour every single year. They drop a project, tour yeah, for the boom. year, drop another project, tour for the... Burner Boy is one of the artists that does that very, very, very well. well yeah. But we know that he's the best performer in Afrobeats. Mm. Oh, his yeah. stamina yeah. is crazy. His band is crazy. Shout out to the outsiders. Um, he'll have the choir. They're crazy. They're crazy. He'll have the graphics. Every They're time I've seen him... Package. It's do you get In the last three years, I've seen... All of his shows. He came out of a gorilla's mouth. He came out of a, a, a spaceship. He came out of a, a Ferris or yeah, merry go yeah, yeah, yeah. She but said merry go round. Merry go round. But that is somebody that has studied performance oh, yeah. and gets it. He, he can a, perform he, he's a of the game. with in ears, without in ears, with um, wedge, without wedge. Wedge is like the um, on stage um, speaker. Mm. He, he gets it. He gets it. Other artists haven't invested in their craft enough to get to that point. Mm. Yeah, it's tough. What, what do you think about his new album? I told them, I saw, you know what, let me, let me very, be that, very that was a that was a long pause. Yeah, okay, because I want to pick my words. I love Burner Boy. Let's start, let's start with that. When he dropped his merch with Boohoo, I bought the whole collection. I have the tracks. So I have the t-shirt. Oh, you everything. did. Yeah. Nice. Say, look, when Rema dropped his, when David dropped his, if they don't want to send it to me as per culture custodian, I'll buy it You'll myself. You'll buy it yourself. I That's said it. at the start, so, I will so. support you regardless of whether you support For me real back. Um, but with Burner, I think um, I think some of the critique online was a bit harsh. I think some of the reviews were a bit harsh off the back of his statements around Afrobeats not having mm. substance. Um, is it my favorite Burner Boy album? No. Do I love Giza with Shea Vibes? 100%. Wait, 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 before you go on, so what is your favorite Burner Boy album? If not, I told you. I told them. I told them. I am a, I'm an OG fan, innit? I, I love songs like Tonight, Soccer. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, Outside might be my favourite album. It's not, I mean, everybody else would say African Giant and everything. I was a fan from before then. Yeah. Wow, that, um, is, yeah. that is refreshing to hear. OG. Listen, it keeps on changing for me. It keeps on <laughs> However, changing. However, I told them isn't, isn't my favourite for now. Maybe I need, but you know what? I went to his live show at the Roundhouse in Camden and some of the songs, hearing them live, I was like, oh, Omar. I'm, listen, I that miss, song bangs, but I it's, it's not my favourite right now. I missed that show. I was so pissed. It was great. Because we were supposed to go, the tickets sold out like that. Mm. Yeah, I, I was fortunate <laughs> Of course. To get a press ticket. Of course. And then I ended up reviewing it on the timeline, which is why I got the press ticket. Mm. And, you know, all of the videos, you know, did their thing, yeah, made yeah, their rounds. Um, but yeah, not my favorite Burner Boy album. Um, but I love Giza. I love City Boys. I love, I love 
I love the fact though that every project he's able to platform a street artist. Mm. So, you know, we were able to get the spotlight on Zlatan, we're killing them. This time he's on Giza, we show you vibes. I love that he wants to maintain his street persona so he taps into the street mm-hmm. but also platforms if you look at Shave Vibes monthly listeners now they've shot up of course yep, yep, just from yep, association yep. just of from course. the feature of course. and I love that he isn't always as deliberate with you know creating um, I don't want to say a legacy but you know you can see someone like Wiz and say that he's put on LAX he's put on um, Starboy Terry and you can you know name a few yeah. you can say Olamide you can name all of them Adekunle whatever whatever Lil Kesh you can say David and you can name them Burner Boy hasn't had that legacy just yet but the way he's doing it is by collaborating like, with, like with different local and then, yeah, artists yeah, 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 and letting yeah. people find them for themselves. Well, themselves and I love it for themselves and and a lot of people don't talk about this a lot but what he did for Ashake as well with Sumba yeah what he did for so him. there was a whole running joke um, at the time that Olamide paid Burner Boy big money Olam- uh, Burner Boy was like oh I better get this that or whatever <laughs> and now there's no show that Burner Boy does that he doesn't do Sumba oh yeah tell me what you see when you look at me oh, Sumba like that yeah, yeah. my problem is that too savvy yeah hey 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 the words are pop molly for the pool party you better get the lyrics I know I'm trying I'm trying not advocating is that what you actually said yeah pop molly for the pool party. For the pool party. Yeah, yeah, so that's yeah. the Molly he's chatting about. Yeah, I got that. Oh, yeah, Jack Bata. Yeah. But, and you know, it works for him as well because it, it maintains his relevance. Absolutely. And you know what? I says Latan, I completely skipped Ashake. So Latan was here before. Ashake was last year. Mm. Shea Vibes is this year. Yeah. I wonder who's going to pick for next year. Yeah. Because, you know, he always drops an album in the summer and then tours with it. But And yeah. you know what? So happy that we're highlighting this right now. Right. I'm happy that we're highlighting this now because one of the criticisms that he got when he did this show in London, right, the one that he did at the stadium, was that, oh, you know, he did not platform any Afrobeat artists because if you remember, he brought out Dave, um, Dave, Jay Huss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jay Huss was there. This guy from, um, this artist from the Caribbean, from, from Jamaica, um, what's his name again? His name just went uh, on my head. Was it Popcorn? Popcorn. Popcorn, Popcorn, Popcorn. Yeah, I think it's just the three of them. I think so. But a lot of people are talking about, oh, he didn't bring out no Afrobeat artists. And and I was thinking, one, he doesn't have to. Two, you know, he is representing for Africa. Yes, this guy's obviously grew up here and everything. But, but then at the same time, he's representing for Africa and the Caribbean as well. Because Bonaboy, to me, he strikes me like Drake. Drake is not just a hip-hop artist now. If you get what I'm saying. If you look at his his last album was... Uh, no, not the one with 21 Savage. The one before the that was one. like the whole house music type thing. And if you look at his album, he does this song for R&B. He does this one for rap. He does it. You know what I mean? Like, to me, that's who Bonaboy is right now. Yes, you can look at him as a, a Afrobeat slash Afro, um, Afrofusion, whichever one you want to call him, right? But he is representing for Africa now. If that makes sense. Mm. Or maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. You know? But uh, but he got that criticism and everything. But when you now look at the course of his career, what he's done for Shea Vibes, what he's done for Ashake, what, what he does to Buju, you know, like he has, he's he's helped this artist come up and everything. And, and some of these artists, who knows where their career is going to be mm. if it wasn't for this. Yeah, I think no, the but... responsibility on him is slightly elevated because he's called himself the African giant. Mm-hmm. So in turn, we've called him the African giant. Mm-hmm. So people mm-hmm. have put a lot more responsibility on, on him, him. Thank yeah, you yeah. Very with much. regards to 
what he should do for what the culture. Do, yeah. Fair or unfair, think, though. Yep. Fair, fair or unfair, but then, I mean, you've put yourself up on that pedestal. Yeah, but but, but some of the criticism that he's getting, I don't know if you paid attention with, with the politics in Nigeria. Mm. You know, he got a lot of backlash because of that. And mm. so, you it's know, not um, fair. In it's, a couple of weeks, yeah. we're going to have the anniversary of the Lekki Tollgate massacre. Yes. And the fact that, you know, he put out um, 20th of October 2020 as an actual track. Um, was also off the back of the African giant wave where, you know, he educated a lot of people about the Unilever situation in Nigeria yeah, on African yeah. giant. I think what's happened is people have seen him as um, maybe, I don't want to say abusing, but using the culture to kind of spread his visibility and awareness He's, as yeah. an advocate for Africa. But then when Africans felt like they really needed him, they didn't feel like he was there. And then you have episodes of, you know, in December when he came really late to the concert and um, there was allegations of him, you know, stepping on someone or kicking someone in the face with his boot. Then, you know, you talk about him crashing his Ferrari in Lecky. I mean, he says it in yeah, his song yeah. or you know, the allegations of him um, or his boys shooting. I think a lot of that gets, um, magnified mm. because now you've said that you are an advocate or a custodian for us we put you on a pedestal we treat yeah. you like a king on our guy chief like we're expecting you Odogu, yeah yeah to, in fact you call yourself Odogu, yeah. and we expect you to embody the persona that you have told us you are mm. and i think um one council culture is crazy um so i don't subscribe to that but two i think there is a responsibility if you then say that this is who you are that you kind of have to yeah. live up to it yeah where Olamide doesn't talk about himself, his legion speak for him. Yeah. The people mm, that have mm. come up after him and benefited for, from him speak for him. Same as David's. You know, people don't necessarily have that account or testimony for Wiz or for Burner. The thing that I've learned, because I used to be in that camp and be like, well, how can you say you're this when you haven't done that? Is that they have contributed to the community and to the culture and to the movement differently. Burner's like one of the only people that has performed on Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon. That's crazy. Afrobeats never had a place on late night American TV ever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's one of the only people that, like, in fact, I went bowling over the weekend and the only Afrobeat songs they played were Burner, Burner and Mahalia, Burner and Georgia Smith, Burner and Stormzy and Ed Sheeran. It was just Burner. That's crazy. Even though Unavailable was doing no, he's crazy numbers, here. right? He's no. gone. He's but gone. Like, but he's embedded himself into UK culture. And then embedded himself into American, American culture. Right and now. he is yeah. the face of Afrobeats for so many people that even though he hasn't necessarily built his legacy in, in the same way some of the other names have, he's done it in a completely different way that yeah. is unique he's to unique, yeah. him. He's and you know, you just mentioned about how do we export local talent if they can't perform on international stages? He set the bar as to what performance looks like. Look, Listen, it's not like. even close. It's not even close. We, we interviewed um, his sound engineer. Mm. You know, shout out to Tolu, you know, and he was explaining some of these things, even the one in um in Lagos that happened, the one that he turned up playing and everything, you know, and and he explained in details what happened. And me, I'm all for constructive criticism mm. when it comes to an artist and everything. If they've done something wrong, you say, okay, but but then also we gotta be fair and all that, you know, and some some of the hates that he gets. You know, as part of this whole camp mentality, this whole FC um, camp and and thirty BG camp and outside, you go. Know I mean, all those kind of things. And sometimes I think it kind of goes overboard. But then, just like you just mentioned, and everything, he has successfully 
moved his brand. Not no not moved his brand, but his brand has crossed over. Facts. Let me tell you something. He sold out the Hollywood Bowl as the first African artist to do that on the West Coast. That's crazy. Right? He sold out Madison Square Garden as the only African to do it, or one of the first Africans to do it on the East Coast. Yeah. Like, the only thing he hasn't done, I think, is middle belt Christian America. Otherwise, aside that, he's on all the coasts. He's on Europe. He's on UK. He's on Africa. Yeah. You know, uh, he was the only artist to have a solo track on Beyonce's album, Majara. Yeah, right? that's mad. That's on mad. the gift. That's mad. That's like mad. when we're thinking about the Black Panther soundtrack, Alone is like the only song that we remember. Memories. No, no. Yeah, do you get? Carry me, go. Oh, well, Toby, see, the wow. thing is, the the bigger you get, of course, of the course, more people are going to talk. Even 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 when you when you commit the slightest little Mistakes offense, them, yeah, yeah, yeah. People, it's 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 always been like that with the bigger mm-hmm. artists. Michael Jack, name them. The it, bigger you get, the more people talk. If, the more people keep watching. No, 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 bro. I, I definitely do. I agree with you. But but the way he's moving and everything, yeah. If Afrobeat's ever going to get to that place where we perform at the Super Bowl, which I think is going to be a long time. I don't think it's going to be that long. Shit. I think it will. David O just closed the World Cup. That's the World Cup. But bro, Sorry. No, 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 no. Let me, let me finish. Okay, we, we, we get in there though, you know. Yeah, Burner Boy's done. In fact, last um, NBA. Yes. Burner Boy. It was Burner Boy, Rema and Thames. Yes. Burner Boy's also done, I believe, the UEFA closing ceremony. It was a football. UEFA. Yes. Thank um, you. The, UEFA. The, thank the, you. Yes. The, the UEFA Champions, Champions League. Champions League, isn't it? Right. And also, don't forget, I've just told you that Rock Nation is the Apple Music partner in charge yes. of booking. So even if it's not just burner i feel like in the next god willing two to three years we will have an afrobeats halftime show and if it's one person it will be burner but if it's yes. a collection he will definitely be there too mm. yeah no 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 i think he will probably be the the, the first afrobeats afrofusion artist to be on that stage but i think we'll probably still have a long way to go because you're three looking years. at you, you know when we, when we spoke about it before yeah can't remember when it was a couple of months ago I said the same thing that you said. But bro, looking at it now, bro, the way the genre has grown and it's still growing right now, yeah. yeah it's like the acceptance is is overflowing. Yes. And I, let me tell you I something. I'm gonna but, cut but in. Me, okay, go on. So globalization being TikTok means that we are in the palm of our hands, yes, right? Yes. People in Japan, people in Malaysia, they're in Africa. Mm-hmm transported within one second right mm-hmm. the way to get on the super bowl and all of these like major platforms is to become mainstream mm-hmm. what's happening is the, the the definition of mainstream is changing because there was a point where media was only focused on channels one through four mm-hmm. right media was only covered by like what's on the front page now media can be anything and anything, gen z and anyway, gen alpha yeah. they will TikTok something, then YouTube something before they Google it. Meaning the definition of mainstream is changing. Mm-hmm. I 100% guarantee with the right investment, the right ownership, that three years Afrobeats will be at the halftime show. And why I, I say so. that yeah. is because even the definition of black music is changing. Before it just used to be hip hop. Yeah. And as yeah, I was yeah, speaking yeah. to Audio Mac a couple of months ago, in the UK, Afrobeats listeners have surpassed hip hop listeners for the first time in history. Wow. Wow. In That's history. Crazy. Well, in their recorded history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But my point is if the if the definition of black music is evolving and becoming more inclusive to not just black 
American music, Hip-hop, but yeah. black music in general. Yeah. Once we become absorbed into the mainstream culture, all it takes is for us to consistently have the Justin Bieber features, the Selena Gomez features, the Ed Sheeran features. That's features, Selena Gomez features. And then crazy. we get seen as mainstream. That's it. That's, That's all it. it takes. No, see, I, I listen, I, I wish, I pray that it happens. But the difference between the NBA and the NFL is the NBA has done a good job, right? At being inclusive. At being inclusive and marketing themselves outside of the United States. Mm. Yeah. Right? They have a lot of international players. The NFL is still America, white America. a white America centric. Yeah. You get me? Now, yes, they are coming to the UK and everything. You know what I mean? But that's, that's, that's how I'm looking at it. But if there's one person who I think you know, is due to be on that stage and kill it is burnable. You, you know what? what? I'm, I'm going to remind all of us that for us, most of us only know Shakira from Hips Don't Lie, right? Yes. But obviously she's been doing her thing in the Latin market for But the Latin decade. market is massive. Mm. Right. And they have crazy numbers. Yeah. But the one thing that we also forget is we have crazy numbers too. The only thing putting us back is that Africa has an internet population of 40%, meaning 60% of people do not have access to internet. Once Google and all these other IT corporations do what they say they're going to do and give us internet access, we are going to explode in literally, and it's going to be overnight. Mm, It's mm, going to be overnight. mm, And then we, mm, I mean, we're already a hot market, but that's going to accelerate. And instead of us going to them for the features that we can spread our market that way, they'll come to us. They're coming to us. They've already started. Russ dropped an Afrobeat song without an Afrobeat feature. And people were like, what the heck is happening? How can a American artist do an Afrobeat song without an Afrobeat feature? Globalization. Okay. 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 Guys, 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 let's, let's move away from Afrobeat for a minute. Go on. Let's, let's get back to you. Oh, okay. We'll put the, the, the limelight back on you of course you get me so we well i've heard i'm sure you've heard too the name gracie may oh my gosh macy gray <laughs> macy so your name has become associated with awarding bodies now oh gosh Pressure, pressure, <laughs> pressure. But, but you know what? We gotta give this one some gunshots. Nah, 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 you know we need saying? to give it. We need to give it. Yeah, 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 yeah. We need yeah, to yeah. Like, like when we hear Grammy Awards. Now your name is connected to it somehow. When when we hear Mobile Awards, your name is connected to it somehow. When we hear BT Awards, your name is connected to it somehow. I mean, there's more, but I'll leave it there. All right. How 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 did you get into this, and how does it feel like so being a being part? Like- of of awarding bodies it's amazing i'm not gonna lie to you i think um grammys is the one that i've worked with the most in terms of like consulting and helping i'm actually Mm. part of what we call the recruitment group where i actively um recommend african music executives and musicians to become members of the grammys so um in my first year at the grammys i helped 30 people get in this year i contributed to 50 people getting in how many years are doing them now say that again how many years have you been with them now? Uh, officially, I've only been a member officially for just over a year, but I was working with okay. them before I working became a that, member. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, to be able to say 80 people just through me in a space of just over a year is, is crazy. That's crazy. Um, mm. And my journey actually into the into the Grammys was, was completely random. They have a thing called Global Spin, where it's a segment where they shine the light on artists outside of America. And so I was, as a publicist, looking for opportunities for my artists to be on different stages to increase their visibility and awareness. And so there was an article about Global Spin. Um, and so I saw Sean Thwaites name and he is the genre manager for global. So the new award, um, 
for best African performance is under global. And, you mm, know, previously mm. we had two global awards, one for a single, one for an album. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just, I DM'd him. And there's one thing about being a publicist, I'm shameless. So I found, <laughs> found him on Instagram, DM'd yeah. him and said, I am about to drop you an email. Wagwan. Just like that. Just like that. And, you know, luckily my following is a bit healthy. So people yeah. will respond more than not respond. Yes. So obviously we moved to email just to be official. And he was just like, oh, well, you know, we're doing great things with global in general. Let's have a chat. Mm. And um, I said it before. There's one thing about me. I will fams you. Oh, Listen. <laughs> No shame. Listen, you don't need no shame in this culture. At all. And it wasn't even because I wanted anything from him, but it was, he's uh, from the Caribbean. He was just new to Afrobeats and African music in general. And so you've heard me talk now. Listen. I was just happy to just give him information. That's it. Not for anything in return. And it's so funny. Two two plus years later, I haven't had any of my artists on Global Spin, but. We'll get there. Yeah, in Jesus' name. (laughs) But I have been able through him uh, to become a Grammy, well, not through him, but been able to plug into the Grammys and then become I'm a Grammy mentor so yeah. I've had somebody assigned to me that I'm teaching them stuff I've been able to be part of the recruitment team I was part of the proposal committee which then led to us having this award so oh, not a lot sweet. of people know uh, the Grammys is a community based organisation so any new award that comes about is based on a proposal so a team of people will write a proposal tell the Grammys why they why? need this category it then goes through a couple of screening processes um, and then they decide whether to have it or not have it um, and we've been unsuccessful twice before one round that I was involved in one round I wasn't involved in, uh, but they finally approved us this year. Oh, great! So, um, great. yeah, that's just a brief. What, what, what category did they approve? So it's guys, called if, best if African performance, um, and white school performance is uh, if it's just best African single. That award would have gone to the songwriters, where yeah. we actually wanted to award the the singers or the, the rappers singers, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we still have the two global categories: so best global album and best global performance. But now we have best African, African performance, performance, which is still under the global umbrella, but it's specific for the 54 countries and there's been a lot of debate as to whether we've pigeonholed ourselves what happens if an asian person decides to make afrobeats or an english person decides to submit under afrobeats what what happens yeah um and i just wanted to you know um i guess address that now okay Um, the committee that screened are all people that are of the culture like who I can't name names. Okay. Yeah. You know I can't. Otherwise, these people will be paid off. You got me like, I just threw out this. You got to see if I was going to get her. But good. Good try, good try, good try. Um, but the committee is people that are of the culture, that yeah. understand the music, and that aren't just going to let anybody through because they hear a five-beat pattern or they hear something that kind of sounds like Fuji or kind of sounds like I'm a piano. Yeah. It's people that understand the music and are actually evaluating it based on intent percentages, but also like... Um, impact isn't something that we actually judge on but also like is authenticity mm. so um, and the one thing that a lot of people obviously forget is right now the trending sound is I'm a piano and Afro pop but there's bongo flavour in the east the francophone guys have their thing in Sudan there's a lot of like Arabic influenced music and all of that is Africa so also making sure that the category is super representative mm-hmm. means that we have um, or that the Grammy has um, a broad spectrum of people on the board to make sure that it isn't one type of African sound yeah. that gets screened and gets approved so yeah I think you just said something right now intent mm. um, authenticity and then um, it doesn't really have to be popular right mm-hmm. because I believe it was a couple years ago was it two years ago or thereabout I've forgotten this was when Essence was yeah. here and I believe it was the Grammys or something and uh-huh. everyone thought Essence was gonna win it <laughs> and I think it was Angelique Kijo that won something mm. and I remember we had that conversation yeah, we, we spoke about and everyone was saying 
bruh, I have never heard this song in my life. What the fuck happened, right? Essence is essence, obviously. But then saying it right now, it kind of makes sense because when you look at, if you put both songs right now, which one is more authentic to its core? Yeah. Obviously. So I can I can give you like, this is stuff that you can actually find online. So me saying yeah. it isn't, you know, a contradiction to me being part of the academy. Yeah. But each category has like its own guidelines and criteria. And when it comes to like the global or the African categories, there's a percentage that the song has to be authentically African for it to count. So there's a lot of songs even this year that were submitted but haven't reached the nomination pool because the calculation for best African is 51%. Okay. So if... For instance, they haven't got more than 51% dialect and native okay. or the sound itself is maybe too R&B or too hip hop and isn't actually based in any Afro genre. It's automatically discredited. Now, one thing that you have to know with the Grammys, as I mentioned, it's a community based organization. Yeah. So you have to submit yourself for each category. So when people were talking about Essence saying, oh, they should have won best R&B or whatever. If the teams or the artists haven't submitted that song for that category, it won't get nominated. Won't get nominated. There aren't these fairies that are just looking online to see okay what song should we submit or nominate like you have to do the initial step and then the grammys or the committee do the rest now is it political that's up to everyone yeah, to decide yeah, 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 yeah. however for for me why i felt like we weren't getting representation was there weren't enough of us in the academy which is why i said okay i want to be part of the recruitment drive i want to make sure that there's enough of us inside and i don't want to gatekeep the process which is why i've got tiktok videos and how you can join and everything like that because for me, the more people that are in the academy that look like us, that understand the sound, one, the nominations will be fairer. And two, the winners will be more authentic. So a song like Last Last, right? The fact that it has a Tony Braxton feature. There was a lot of debate. Oh, sorry, not feature, sample. There was a lot of debate as to whether that was Afrobeats and whether because he was, I guess, singing in Pigeon, whether that outweighed the fact that the, it was an R&B bass. Mm. Again, I can't tell you what the conversation was within the Academy, mm. but just you knowing that the percentage is 51%. Would you say 51% of Last Last is Afro? I would say it wasn't. So when he didn't win last year and somebody else won, mm. in fact, he, um, the rumour is that he stormed out of the hall. Um, you can understand but, why. But would you, is he expected to know all of this? Yes. So for, well, maybe not him, but his team. His right? team needs to Every go time. So I've been part of the submission process two times now. Um, it breaks it down. There are pamphlets, there's information. And obviously you're going to be a bit op opportunistic. Mm. You submit yourself to as many awards as you think you're eligible for. But you also have to think that there will be some people in the academy. Because remember, each category is voted by members. They're going to listen to it and judge it based on the criteria. But they're also going to base it on do they know you yeah. so there's another part of the academy um, or another part of the process that nobody really speaks about it's called FYC for your consideration so nominees are supposed to canvas and say hey yeah. you may have never heard of me but I've dropped this I'll song yeah, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah, in yeah, for this yeah. category and I think you should take a listen so that yeah. even before you get to the voting process you know me you know my son you should vote for me yeah. a lot of Afro artists that I have worked with or have worked around or been aware of haven't done the canvassing they're just expecting people to know them and then they get really surprised when people don't vote for them. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that Interesting. way. Interesting. It's it a bit work. like, you know, we have a local MP or a local mayor that doesn't go door to door to hand out leaflets so, yeah, yeah. and then expects people and to get to the yeah. ballot and vote for them. Yeah. possible. No, it's not going to work. Call it it's work. Not, no, it's not going to work. work. It's so, not going to work. You know? Yeah, that's a bit about the Grammys. That is a crazy, like, I didn't realize the amount of work that goes in behind the scenes and everything. Mm. You know, obviously, you know that 
that there are people that are sitting around the table and everything and just going through the music and everything. But then when you now think about, obviously, I'm not going to say, I've not, maybe the information is there, but I've not done the research itself, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know? So I didn't know because I remember when that happened with the whole whiskey thing. And I was one of the people that was like, everyone was like, what's going on? Like, come on. You go, know I mean, but, but yeah, it's quite interesting. But as someone that's on the inside and everything, I saw that you went to the, to the Benson's, um, Listening for Listening it. Part, I yeah, Obviously, the album is about to come out. Yes, sincerely, Benson. Tell me about Obviously, you love Benson so much. Listen, so you need I to know. Love, <laughs> listen, I love Benson. And I know that people are on my neck right now. Some of the viewers are on my neck mm. because of how much I've spoken about Benson. And because we always had this conversation earlier, maybe last year, there about, you know, this was before Raymond really took off, right? Mm. And Benson, I said, yo, Benson with the right money behind him, marketing behind him, I think he's that guy. I think because his sound is unique, his voice is unique. Mm. He's a great um, um, songwriter and everything. Mm -hmm. Like, he is dope, you know? So I thought he was going to, obviously, he's getting there. But when you look at what Rema is doing right now, because you was comparing him to Rema. Because I was saying that he's he's better. I said it. I I said, I think he's better than Rema. That was what I said. But hey, I cannot debate with what Rebel is doing with, with Calm Down, bro. <laughs> yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, my man did a billion streams. But even before Calm that Down, even before Calm Down, maybe, it was, yeah. Jim maybe. Jammy. Yeah. He's, he's had a long run of like high profile hits. Yeah. You know, yeah. I like Rema because listen, we've had Ke- Kelly's not here. <laughs> Kelly is a Rema fanboy, mm. right? And I've never really. I've never really, obviously he's great. His numbers is dope. Like clearly you can say it, but I just never understood that hype around Rema. I love Rema. Bro, I the love boy, the boy is I good. Love is that saying? And people here try to debate. Yeah. Because we had this debate and everything. Feel, feel free to chime in on it. You know, calm down. Essence. Last, last. In terms of impact. I'm not talking about numbers because numbers is not even close. Rema is killing it. But when you're talking about impact, I said, right, one, two is essence, last, last, you can shuffle it however you want and then calm down. In terms of impact, everyone said I'm tripping. You're saying it as a millennial, calm down has ripped up all of social media. Simple. That's it. And right now, the guys that have the quote-unquote spending power and disposable income is Gen Z and Gen Alpha. Yes. But so that's what, yeah, they but, are the calm-down bandits. And you, can't, you cannot talk about impact and not talk about numbers. Bro, they come hand-in-hand. Hand hand. No, I don't think so. Bro, they do, though, because numbers make impact. No. They do. No. A song can be very impactful, but mm. not sell the most. Yeah, but a song cannot be very impactful without enough numbers no especially in this social media climate right mm-hmm. a song can be um what's it called um Bro, street, it's, it's streaming friendly yeah if a right? song is if, if if people are streaming a song it's making an impact it's making nah, some bro. sort of impact. Yeah, it is. Listen, bro. If you, I, I remember. What do, you, what do you think? What is your what take you on okay, this? Okay, I'm gonna do a litmus test. Yeah, mm. we, we love a good science test. Okay. All right, I'm gonna give you the example of one day call. Mm. Uh-huh. Completely different. 
Um, how many Instagram followers do you think he has based on his position in the industry? One decal. I'm not. I'm just double check. I don't know. No, no, no. Don't check yet. No, no, I'm, no, I'm, no, just give check. a number and then I want you to I check. Don't, okay. I don't, uh, I don't think he's got that many. I don't think he's got that many following. Based Maybe. on his hits though, how many based numbers on. do you think he should have? Instagram oh, followers. Oh, I think he should have. Yeah. Maybe because we're talking least. about impact, right? Yeah, and he's impacted a generation with his sounds. Mm, yes. Oh, you go first, go on. Okay, Be- before I give my answer, I would just prefer with this, right? Because he came out before social media. Uh-huh. Before, no, okay, go. You got me. He came out before. But social bearing media. in mind that somebody like Don Jazzy is on like fifteen million. Yes. Mm. Someone like Debanj is also even Pat Rankin is on eight point eight million. So his yes. mates are also in the millions. Yes, but 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 now one day cold. He's a legend. He's done this thing. But he's not as active on social media as Don Jazzy. Even though he just dropped a project called Legend or No Legends. Yes. Okay, so how many Instagram followers do you think he has? He has maybe what, 2 million, 1.5. Okay, so two, but based on what you think he should have, based on his impact, it should be what? It should be It more. should be more. Based on his impact, who he is, maybe 5 million. Five million, six million followers. Okay. I was based on his impact, it should be like 10 mil. Yeah, facts. I would have gone with a 10 yeah, number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in the same ilk as Don Jazzy, Deband, and all the num- names I just said. If you check, I believe he's on 1.6 million. Yeah. So if numbers are indicated to impact with somebody like Wande Cole, I've just proved that it's not the case. Mm. That's, but, that, but, but, but that's what I'm saying. However, the first statement you meant or you said was, just what just epitomized everything right was that he was pre-socials the three songs you've mentioned essence last last and calm down have all been in the social, in media, the social era. media era yep yes and that is giving it numbers but then but then also but then also last last was so impactful right that even people that couldn't speak a lick of english right everybody anywhere that you went to you could literally feel last last you could you could feel essence i don't think calm down yes you hear it in the big big what whatever yes you see the numbers but bro 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 i don't no, know no, no, no. I, 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 you're I, a millennial nah, nah, i feel like you're you speaking so? i feel like millennial. you're speaking for yourself yeah. Nah, nah, you're speaking. Let me tell you, just quickly, yeah. On the red carpet, Vin Diesel, they asked him, oh, what's your favorite song right now? Calm down. And he said, Calm down. That Rima song. He didn't say Do you know what Rima impact? Song. Do you know the sort of impact that is, is Vin is, Diesel is, is giving? Vin Diesel. I know, I know, I know. Exactly. Know. And he said, Oh, it's because of my daughters. They've had it on repeat for the whole summer. Bro, that is impactful, man. Now Afrobeat is stuck in his head forever. Now he knows Rima. Knowing Rima is associated to Afrobeats. And he's Nigerian. Bro, that is that is a massive impact Whereas for Afrobeats. So, so one, Selena Gomez has a cult following. That, exactly. That, that helps. But two, I also think that Last Last leveraged the Tony Braxton nostalgia feel, right? Mm-hmm. People can listen to Last Last and actually not ever think of Afrobeats because it's more of an R&B yeah, song. Yeah, 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 yeah. The same with Essence. Close your eyes. Don't think about anything else. If you listen to the song without knowing it's Wizkid oh and Thames, God. it's more of an R&B track. Mm. When you're talking about Perfect Song. Perfect Song. Love it. I know it word for word. I know the version with Justin Bieber and without Justin Bieber. Mm. Calm Down, as nursery rhyme-ish as it is, maybe, is maybe, an Afrobeat no, no, she, she's going, she's Maybe going that's the reason why I can't relate to it. She's going somewhere No, 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 no. Maybe yeah, that's the yeah, reason yeah, why I can't relate to it. You hit the nail there. Listen, bro. Listen to this. Listen to the beat too. Afro beats beat pattern. Mm. Mm-hmm. Vibes. 
Sticking to what she said, she's nailed it, bro. We're talking about Afrobeats here, mm. and the impact these songs have made for Afrobeats in the global market. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. These these three songs, listen. When you talk about impact, they've done their thing. Yeah. When you hear Essence, I'm not getting Afrobeats vibes. I'm I, not. I, I think I get the, the fact that you're getting it because you know is an Afrobeats artist on it. Mm-hmm. That is what it is. When you hear last last, last last, I would say is a more is more a mix of R and B and Afro beats. Without the vocals, it's pure R and B. But without the vocals, it's pure R and B. But when you hear calm down, it's Afro beats. Yeah, the beats, the vocals, everything is Afro beats. Even Selena couldn't change it. You get what I'm trying to say? So when, when we're talking about impact here, you need to put all of that into the context. And if we're thinking about the impact on Afrobeats, the key word is Afro discovery. People will listen to Calm Down and then want to find music that sounds like Calm Down mm. and go down this Afrobeats rabbit hole. Right. Mm. Doing that with Last Last and Essence won't give you the same thing because they give you R&B first, Afrobeats Lamba after. Yeah. The music okay. itself sonically... Is not Afrobeats. No, no, it's not. I it's mean, we had not. Joe Budden even calling Wizkid a dance or a reggae artist. I know, I know. Like ooh. whenever he says that, I just laugh. <laughs> because, but, but if, if again, if we close our eyes and we take Wizkid out of it, the delivery on some of the tracks, even the beat on some of the tracks, is not traditional. Afrobeats. Afro no, it's not, it's not. You can't listen to it and be like, okay, I can hear some high life or I hear some Fuji or whatever. Like intrinsically he is more R&B type thing lovers rock which is a Caribbean yeah. genre leaning yeah so what do you know. think about his last album 
More love, less eager. Mm. Again, I was fortunate enough to hear him perform it at the Roundhouse before it dropped. Mm. And again, I think my initial introduction to it was it live. So then hearing the studio version, um, I had a different reaction. I think people are always going to compare it to Made in Lagos, which is a classic project. So more love, less ego was always kind of set up for failure. If it wasn't going to be made in Lagos levels, it was always not going to be as good. So the timeline will tell you it's a rubbish album. Um, to me, made in Lagos has more replay value. Um, to me, made it uh, more love, less ego sounded like made in Lagos 2.0. And I find that a lot of artists, uh, and this is not just to Wiz, but in general, they have this rinse and repeat effect where because it's worked one time, I'm now going to try and replicate try, yeah, that. Yeah, rinse and it. repeat, rinse and repeat. And, um, I think for me, I wanted to hear Wizkid grow a little bit on more love, less ego. And to me, it didn't sound like growth. It sounded more like the same, yeah. which is why I personally haven't taken to it. But I also feel like the time it dropped, there was such a saturation of projects. We'd had a year of oh. every Friday, like three projects dropping. It didn't hit the quote unquote international market. The way it was supposed to. It yeah. wasn't even locally because we were tired of projects. It didn't really hit. And I really wanted um the track with Ira to do what, Essence did right. I wanted Ira to get yeah. that global. Let's say it's gonna be tough, but it's yeah. gonna be tough to replicate. It's gonna be tough to replicate Essence, and Essence is oh my god, god level. It's it's god level, right? And I think it's a gift and a cost for for Whiskey and for Thames too. You get me, and for Thames. Maybe why she hasn't dropped in two years because because it, when you look at Whiskey, I love the last album. I love especially Frames. Frames is my tune. You get me? You know Frames? I know Frames. Oh my God, I love that tune. But I think what's happened is because of how great Essence is, right? A lot of people, if it's if it's not sounding like Essence, you know, it's just an automatically like flop. Yeah. You yeah. get what I mean? And I don't think it's right. You know, because without Essence, I'm sure there are songs that people will listen to and be like, yo, that's a dope tune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But because it's Essence, just like the 50 Cent... Um, Get rid of get rich or die trying event um album, album yeah. yeah because of how big that album was and and also the single in it um, um fucking in the club mm-hmm. right he couldn't get that. there's no way you're gonna be able to get that again uh-uh. you get what I'm saying mm. so so because of that whatever song no no matter how great that song is a lot of people will still say oh no it's, it's not, not as good this. as yep, yep you know what i'm yep. saying so i think that's what's happening to whiskey and everything i also I, think that he's also in the process of like pivoting his sound again mm. so we saw it happen with the project from sounds from the other sides where this was yeah. the first time he was hearing this type of whiskey yep. he wasn't giving us lamba he wasn't like screaming like he was doing on superstar and io and those mm. projects and so i think um whenever there's a change people are a bit suspicious. Like, mm, we don't know this version of Whiskey and yeah, we're not yeah. sure if we like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the same way that people have gone back to Sounds of the Other Side and be like, oh, actually, it's a decent project. Maybe in a year or two or maybe even three people will come back to More Love, Less Ego and be like, oh, and then be like, oh it was actually a great yeah, project. Yeah, yeah, it was just yeah. in the shadow of yeah, Made in Lagos. Of, of, yeah, Lagos so we yeah. weren't able to appreciate it in the Absolutely. same way. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, nah, that man. Makes, that makes a lot of it's sense. It's crazy. That makes a lot of sense. But, um, you want to say something? No, no, go on, okay. go on. But recently, obviously, let's let's go into into this. Obviously, we know what's been happening in the culture, huh. and you spoke to to this guy as well. You interviewed him. Who? I've spoken to so many people. You spoke to Mobad. <laughs> you look, you look struck. Yeah, I know. You spoke to Mobad and there. My love. You know, I love the guy, and obviously, we saw what happened. Unfortunately, 
unfortunately. Would would you would you say that is one of the most tragic events that have happened during the course of your career? Of people that you know? I think um outside of social media, me and Mo would catch up. Um he was in the UK maybe two weeks before, no, maybe three weeks before he passed. I was actually supposed to go to meet him and his um, wife uh, where they were staying. Uh, he was about to That was on. the thing that surprised me. I didn't know my man had a whole wife and a yeah, kid. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, he was signing up. He was actually about to be, we were just about to announce him as one of my latest clients because he wanted to do PR. Um, and obviously uh, I've worked with Bella Schmader now for like three years and he was Bella's best friend. The brother we whatever So I know him outside of the music. So this is going to be a tough topic for me. I know, I know, I know. I know no, see, no, no, see, it, it's, a, it's a tough conversation because of everything surrounding the whole thing, you know, and obviously how young he is as well. 27, yeah. You know, how young he is and, and seeing it just play out in real time. You know, over social media, mm. everyone was like, golly, you know, that is crazy. But yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah, we, I don't we, know. We don't, we don't need to talk about it. I don't know, we man. Don't, I mean, yeah. I can lift the mood and say that I was the first international broadcaster to interview him, mm. um, wow. which was crazy. I went to go meet him uh, with my video guy in a hotel and a friend because um, I'm not, just from from personal experience mm. as a female in this industry i would never go into a male space by myself mm. i made the mistake once um never the, doing it again. it was a madness i would never do it again i'm not gonna um, ask you what happened i i would yeah. i won't even say even yeah, if I'm you ask <laughs> i'm not gonna ask you what happened but um yeah being able to meet him and i remember him being super nervous because he was just like oh you know um we don't do interviews. Like that's the thing. We, we don't do press. We don't do interviews. So this is going to be my first interview. And I was just like, oh, okay, well, I'm happy. And he was even asking me like, oh, how, how do you guys think KPK in, in London with your funny accent? So me too, I was like, bro, we are chewing our mouths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Obviously I know it now. But at the time, obviously I had no idea what I was speaking about. And, um, like he was so hospitable. Like we had shots before the, in- no, after the interview, he fed me, like he made me feel really welcome mm. and just a very gentle spirit. And um, it was a couple months after my first interaction and interview with him that we actually started forming a, a working relationship, yeah. you know, but um, that trip for me in general was super amazing. It was the, the I told you I was in Nigeria five months the mm. year before last. So that was 2021. Um, and I was knocking these interviews out of the park. I had met him that week. I think I'd met on that same week and, Again, being able to say that I'm the first international journalist that these guys have ever met um, is something that is, it's never about me. I love telling or helping people tell their stories. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was great just for him to show a different side of him because before then, as I mentioned, he wasn't really doing interviews. So we were able to show a fun side of him, a vulnerable side of him and... um, yeah. yeah, just me. So rest in peace. Yeah, yeah of course. Of course, of yeah, course, of course, of course. Perfect. What's your favorite interview? So far. And your worst interview? Um, Let me, can I guess? Can go I on. Guess? Go, go on. on. I feel like your favorite one would be with Davido. And my least favorite? That one would be a bit difficult for me to <laughs> <guess>. <laughs> but did I get Did I get the um, first one right, would you say? You know what? I think when I interviewed David, though, is when people took me seriously as a journalist. Okay. Yeah, I think okay. before then, it was just like, oh, okay, that's the girl that people go to if they're in the UK and they do Afrobeats. I think after the David interview, it was just like, oh, so she's getting like 
Mm. Oh jeez! Yeah, yeah. Mm. Did he tell you that he was gonna fly out with? with you know, I wish he did. I wish he did. <laughs> so on this private jet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Bro, Bro, listen, 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 listen. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know that this how. Rich folks trick, bro. bro. You know what I'm saying? Did you see the interview that he did with the chicken yeah, girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bro, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. bro. I was looking at that fake, bro. I didn't listen. I was not familiar with your game, bro. <laughs> salute, 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 salute. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But honestly, so that was 2019, just before he did his O2 Arena show, yeah. and that year was a great year for me. That's the first wow. year I interviewed Olamide. That was the first year that I interviewed a lot of the greats. And I think after saying, okay, I've interviewed David. David, oh, sorry. Um, it, it opened the floodgates for other people to be like, okay, she's a reputable journalist. Let's go to her platform. Yeah. And to think that was four years ago now is crazy. crazy. Was that the moment you were like, I'm here now? Can I, can I just, I just need to tell you guys. Dami Duro is my favorite song of all time. <laughs> Dami Duro. Oh yeah, that's a hit. I can sing the song word for word. You can play with half a bar of it and I know it's Dami Duro. Listen, I tell people this. I tell people this. You see that era of Davido, of Dami Duro, mm-hmm. they, they you go into Eve, Fall. Shocky, uh, Forgotten. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, if those songs yeah. dropped now. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It's game, bro. Bro, bro yeah. if, if, if dropped this year. That's what I'm saying. Yo, Afro, I, I think, Afro I, beats bro, on, on, I think he was, he was way planet. ahead of his time. 2017 was his year. He had, if he had four, it was back to back. Honestly, it was, it was great. Yeah. Then, then obviously he came with, 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 with um, what's it called? Assurance and all mm-hmm. that. Oh my God. And let me yeah. tell you, I think because for me, maybe because I've seen David more. So for the three Kings, I've seen all of them perform in concert at festivals, whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but with, with David, I've been able to run into him at the airport. As an example, we were in Doha together randomly, uh, both actually on our way to Dubai from Nigeria. And we had a full length conversation. He didn't have any bodyguards, no assistance. Oh, in fact, I think he had come out of first class and I guess he was waiting for the guys to catch up. He's like, oh, how did you know it was me? I said, bro, even with your hat like this, I saw I your new teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your teeth were shiny. He <laughs> yeah. got me your smileys at He was hiding his face. My smile, well, so his cap was low, right? And I think this was definitely like post-COVID or maybe even middle of COVID mm, times. Yeah. But I think he, I think he put, t- Took down his mask to take a phone call, and it was just after he got his teeth. I knew it was him. Yeah, Regardless, even from his stature, I knew it yeah, was him. Yeah, 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 so I was yeah, like, yeah. "Hey, David." He was like, "I was like, Gracie." He was like, "Oh, Gracie." And we we had a good convert, and I was like, "All right, bye." And I guess maybe he's because he's so down to earth. Oh, I yeah, think he's, he's, that even he's. made the interview more enjoyable. I was yeah. able to ask him awkward questions about his Tim Westwood freestyle, which ended up being ri- the song "Risky" that he dropped. Yeah. And because me, you know, I will like I said, I fams you. I'm very, I'm very bubbly. I, I talk a lot. Yeah, 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 I've been yeah, speaking yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah, of course. It was easy for him I to love that, by the reply. Love Thank you. Appreciate. Uh, I don't take myself too seriously. Listen, listen, you don't have to, man. And again, it's about making or creating a space for the artist to tell their story. Yeah, 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 so yeah, if yeah. that means I get to make a fool of myself to make you feel comfortable, it I'll is do what it. it is, of course. So I think, um, you know, till, till date, he doesn't follow me. He doesn't need to follow me. But anytime I post him, he'll repost. He, we, we're in the DMs and he sees what I'm doing and, and obviously I'm hailing him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it was one of my most memorable interviews because I got to meet the person outside of the artist. Um, and since then, you know, we've jammed each other in Soho House and he's greeted okay. me. And we've, like, I see him in person and he sees me in person mm. and we're people. 
speaking. Yeah. Whereas I haven't necessarily had that experience with all the other artists. So, do you, do you know what? You need to buy this big box and everything that you're talking about. And take so, you with me. Exactly. Yes. I need to be in that box. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm putting myself up. Don't worry. No, no, no. Nah, bro. The fit, I'll go in the box. You you go in the, in the post. Gonna... <laughs> you, you go in the post, bruv. I'm screaming. You know, yeah. one of my other most like memorable interviews was Yemi Alade. Um, our show is a nighttime show. So we're on at like a 9 p.m. Okay. Um, and and I think at the time actually maybe we were on at 10 p.m. Again, remember Afrobeats wasn't big, so we've mm. got one of the not so nice slots. Nice slot, but actually yeah, now yeah. it's become a nice slot because you know um, we're now the soundtrack to your evening. Of so course. I love where we are. But Yemi Alade came and we were her last interview of the day, and I think she had done like four or five interviews. And while we were playing the music, like in between talking, she was sleeping. Oh my! Her days. eyes were closed, but as soon as the mic was on, she was she perky. Was... And I, I just looked at that and I said, "Wow, that's dedication." Yeah. Because a lot of people would have been like, you know what? Let's pre-record at a more reasonable yeah. hour. You'll play it whenever you play it. But she came in her Ankara. Yeah. Full and you know what? I, I love her. Adekone God has again been someone that I've interviewed maybe three or four times, Afro B three or four times. And the beautiful thing about being in the industry this long is that you get to interview these guys on multiple different platforms. And not only do they remember you, they remember that they had a great interview with you. Yeah. So as soon as they see you, their it's energy like, yeah, is a hundred. Yeah, 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 yeah. And again, because I've prepared for previous interviews and I'm staying plugged into the culture, sometimes I don't even have to necessarily Prepare do the heavy lifting yeah. because I've had that conversation with you before, and you've even told me something different different mm-hmm. so i'm able to be like oh remember last time we spoke you told me about da, 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 da. Yeah. honestly it's a great place to be i have like six more people left on my list and then i can retire a happy woman who are these oh T- tell us three oh, of no. them just three no no I, no i'm too nosy but i need the six I i'm not sure we're gonna get you know i'll give them. you i'll give you three right. um star plus i've said it already oh star yeah, plus, yeah, because yeah. again it was my star entry plus man into afrobeats if you're watching this please or if someone that knows them send them this clip. yeah yeah, yeah i yeah. need to interview you guys um Ashake, because he hasn't really done a lot of interviews yeah, lately yep, yep, since he's yep. blown you know he's given us that mysterious and mm, the again, whole I, mystic thing and i love it and i was with him you know over summer touring well i wasn't touring with him but we jammed in germany when i was touring with ox yeah. um and i actually met him before he blew on the mr money set he did um a remix with Zlatan and Peruzzi. Zlatan, okay. And I was at that video set and I didn't know who he was and he didn't know who I was. And we met there. And when I met him again in Germany, I was like, bro, do you remember me? I was like, of course, how could I forget you? And I was like, oh, this is so cute. Oh, nice, nice, Obviously, nice. you know, his page is very polished. So he doesn't repost everyone. Of course. But he's like, yeah, you're tagging me every week. How would I not know you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mr. Money with a vibe. Yeah, Mr. Money with a vibe right yeah, now. Yeah. Uh, and then one day Cole. Again, oh, yeah. because he doesn't depress. And I know these names aren't maybe the ones you're thinking, but for me, if these guys don't regularly do interviews, it means there's so much of their story that haven't been told from told. them. Yep. And that is what I want to uncover. Dig you into, can tap into. a lot into that. And, then, yeah. and, I, and I love them as musicians and I love their music. Yeah. So again, it's not like I'll have to necessarily do heavy lifting, mm. but I'm hoping that I'll be able to ask questions that will just kind of open us up to a whole world that we just that never we, knew we about. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we know a little bit about Wande and maybe a bit of his addiction problems, or we know a little bit about Ashakir and how he was really slumming it for 10 years before he broke and out. That's crazy. Right. Or we know about Star Plus being at the front line and maybe they even looking back thinking they could have been the Peace squares or the Debanges. Maybe yeah, they were yeah, ahead yeah. of their time. Yeah. And these are the conversations I want to have. Mm. Mm, so yeah, mm, those mm, are those are three of my top six. You know uh, what? Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. That that is a top. That is, uh, I rather it's a top notch. 
mm-hmm. um, interviews to get. Sorry, one more. Honorary mention to the Ghanaians. Um, I've spoken to Shata Wale, but never on the mic. He is a firecracker. I want to speak to Shata. I want to speak to her. An interview with Shata will be, will I be want pure vibes. It, it will be mad. That is one guy. Yeah. When I watch him I, on social media, I laugh. Love him. I love. He is funny as hell and he's not even trying to right no, do you no, get no, and no, like no. my first afro nation was actually afro nation ghana not afro nation portugal and i went and they were singing wale wale wale, wale. and he pulled up with like 40 <laughs> different motorbikes like he had a whole motorcade and i was like i knew what like Bro, wale when, was he's, big, when he's moving the whole of nima the whole of nima is coming with yeah him. yeah like motorcade bikers yeah like Bro, I need it. Boom, and boom, this boom, is boom. not to blow my own horn, but I've done Stone Boy, I've done Suck. So to complete the the three would be a dream. A three headed monster. And you know, so in Ghana we have the three S's: so Suck, Stone Boy, and Shatter. Mm. So to complete that would be great. We have the four K. So that's King, Promise, Kiddy, Kwame Jean, and Kwesi Arthur. Yeah. And I've been able to do those four. So if I'm able to do him, that completes the the holy seven. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you I'm would done. you would you still put Kwesi Arthur in in that category? For the alliteration purposes, 100%. Uh, <laughs> this guy is crazy. But, no, know, no, but you, you, I, I mean, since listen. Since Sons of Jacob, he's been quiet. He's I absolutely quiet. love, love Chris Yatha. I've mm. been rocking his, his song from, like, I, I, I absolutely love him. Yeah. But I feel like he's fallen quite, quite heavily over the last, I would say, two, three years. I want to um, give more context and say that the rap out of Ghana has been very focused on the Asaka boys mm, and mm, drill, mm, drill, right? Yeah, Afro yeah. drill. And because he doesn't necessarily make that kind of rap, maybe he's fallen out of the mainstream. Mm. I'll give you that. Um, Sons of Jacob was the last project and he's, um, you know, done a show in London actually since then. Yep, 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 um, yep. But I think, I think what's happened is that he's just not <laughs> mainstream guy. anymore. And unfortunately, or fortunately, with the way Afrobeats is going, rap in general, like all of the rappers are becoming singers. Yeah, yep. You know what? And so he's also now singing, but be- maybe be- may- he's just not mainstream. He's anymore. not because main- I was it. I was thinking you was gonna mention um, who the name's just gone out of my head. Another like, K name. Oh my god, what's wrong with me? Yautog. No, no, no. Black no. Sheriff. Black Sheriff. Yeah. I was thinking you were going to mention Sheriff. Black Sheriff. I love Black Sheriff. When you said the four, you know, like Kiddy, Kwame I was Eugene. just going on the Ks. The, she was just right, going on right, the Ks. Right, yeah, right, yeah. Right, right. Okay. You probably wondered the reason why, why he's looking at me and laughing and we're laughing there. <laughs> you was looking at me and laughing. You probably know wondering it. That was because it was Quisiata that did that. Oh. Because he was Quincy after that did that. Got it. Yeah. The stars are aligned. You know what? I have interviewed him three times now. He's a great guy. Great guy. I think yeah. I think he's a great. I've not he's met him in person, guy. but I think so. He's how a do you know guy. he's a great guy then, bro? You you watch his interviews. You watch like you can just tell like he's he's a he's a very simple. Yeah. And he says Chale a lot. I love it. Chale boy. I love it. I love Chale. Yeah. Anyway, quickly before we I don't know if, should, if we're yeah. gonna wrap it up or whatever. You mentioned Afro Nation in your conversation about Shatawale. I yes. think obviously from the news we're hearing, Afro Nation is not gonna be happening in Ghana for the first time in what like the last three years. Mm-hmm. And it's been moved to Nigeria. Yeah. Are you going to be there? I will be there. She will be there. Mm. She is going to be there. Mm. I want to okay. be there too. I want to be there. And I think the lineup that's come out right now is Black Sheriff as well. Yeah. Banner Boy, Flavor, Black Sheriff and Shea Vibes. And Shea Vibes. I think it's going to be sick. What do you think? Or rather, having been to the Ghana Afro Nation, mm-hmm. do you think, because now this is going to be happening in the stadium and everything, 
what do you anticipate? Not on a beach, because when I hear Afro Nation, you imagine I, a beach, yeah. innit? From the one as in, well. from Miami to Portugal to Ghana, it's yeah, always too, like it, yeah, like, it's, one it's po- a, was it Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, yeah. Puerto Las Rico Vegas. Well. It's always been a beach thing. Do, do you think this is shifting the dynamic a little bit, and then it might just I don't know. So I think Afro Nation, you're right, has built their brand on being a beach festival. So having mm. it in a stadium or arena is definitely going to be a different vibe. I think um, having been on the beach, though, especially like the first year in Accra, oh my, sweaty. Even though it was dark and it was late, mm. um, and even though we had a bit of the sea air, it is, it's still like 30,000, 40,000 people. It's very humid. Mm. And... Um, you know, being where I was stood, I had my little like coconut water and I didn't even have the liberty to go and use the restroom because if you move, you're not getting back. You're not getting back <laughs> in. Are you serious? So I feel like there might be a bit more um, structure and organization in a venue. Mm. I'm hoping for that. I think uh, when we think about, you know, logistics and operations on the continent, when you're putting on a show of that scale, you're thinking about things like electricity. You're thinking about light. You're thinking about having enough power for the sound. I, I remember when Cardi B came to Ghana. they were dragging her for having a very short show but there literally was no generator to power the sound so i'm hoping that being in a venue a venue that has done music concerts before the infrastructure will be there for us to have a great show um and i think you know the complexities of just doing anything by the water regardless of how whether your partners are live nation or whatever um i think it would just be easier Mm. in a venue yeah yeah, so i'm wondering if they're going to still bring the beach beach vibe or there'd be like a fake beach somewhere mm. where we still have like i don't know straw cabanas that are selling the drinks and the food yeah. and stuff. So maybe they'll set it up like it yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, beach, I'm curious like to see coconut trees you, and all that do, do, right. do, do you think you'll, you'll ever go back to ghana because I, I i'm here for that i think it will though I, I think, think that maybe nigerians will speak right dirty december as it is the roads are a mess right everybody's come home to celebrate in fact it's so funny locals leave lagos to go to the villages and towns that they've come from to yeah. celebrate christmas with their families and everybody else comes to lagos to celebrate with their families or to have a good time so i think it will be really interesting to see if we can actually survive with that many cars on the mm. street um and you know if it goes well maybe there'll be more tourism from nigeria but yeah. for now ghana has it from year of return to afrochella to <laughs> Rave you to guys have that shit, like. and don't forget like the population of ghana is the same as one state mm. in nigeria, nigeria. Lagos. Yeah. so already infrastructure wise you're not having to battle with as many people on the street in the clubs in the restaurants so you are set up for yeah, yeah, for yeah. tourism yeah. it'll be very interesting to see whether lagos can rise to the occasion we already have all of the bars all of the restaurants all of the shisha spots you've got all of that and yeah. the beaches bro, bro. what we don't have is capacity the road is choked yeah yeah yeah. So we'll but see. Then, but then at the same time, the way Nigeria is built and everything, yeah. Like if this is successful and they see that they can actually do this properly in Nigeria, bro, they can do this in Lagos, do this in Portakot, Abuja. Like that's how big mm. so let me Nigeria say, with um, uh, Block Party, which is um, one of the big shows that happens in Nigeria, they've been able to go and do mainland Block Party, which is on the mainland of Lagos, mm. island Block Party, which is on the island. And they've even gone and done Capital Block Party, which is, happens in Abuja. Mm. I think there's a few more safety factors when it comes to pH and anything happening in the South with, mm, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, oil. Yeah. And with I'm oil not going to say kidnapping, but yeah. that, that was my next question. Yeah, yeah, that, um, and the safety factor in Nigeria, I feel like Lagos, we've had 
how many Desi Decembers? Five or six now consistently. Um, and we haven't heard any crazy news of anything happening. But I think um, I think PH will still be... But with, with like a little bit iffy. Like, don't don't yeah. forget, with Afro Nation comes a lot of people from the diaspora. You're right. And so that's got to be a lot of security as well. Yeah, they can be... I'm going to say though that even at Easter when, you know, Grace Lododja and the guys do homecoming... Um, it's a lot of IJGBs, a lot of people coming from the diaspora coming home. Yeah. Um, and security isn't necessarily a factor. I mean, like I said, I lived in Nigeria for six months last year, five months the year before. I was in and out of bolts. Yes, a few people on the timeline. <laughs> we'll remember that I was arrested at a point and that was more around like not, not, not paying, not giving the guys their <laughs> However, by and large, if you think about that's an 11 month space, I was arrested once. I think the safety thing, and I speak like this when I go to Nigeria, I'm not trying to do accent because no. it doesn't make a difference. You no. can see I look different. You yeah, can hear yeah, I yeah, sound yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. I'm G- not trying us, to form. Give us the Nigerian accent. I can't. Okay, <laughs> I actually somewhere. can't. I'm terrible. Do you know what? Do you know what? How was Nigeria like? You lived there six months and everything. How was it though? Because because I've not been to Nigeria in a long time. You didn't look me. <laughs> yeah, I, and and I'm looking to go back. Come, we're ready for you. I, I love yeah. it. When I'm in Lagos, I drive in Lagos. Oh, you do? do? I do. Wow. And I stay on the mainland. I, I don't can't. stay on the island. Like I, I will cross third mainland and I'm roughing it with the... Uh, or more, you want to do my do? What? <laughs> what? I also think like the mark of knowing whether you can live somewhere is if you can move freely. Yeah. So I didn't want to have to always rely on family. I didn't want to always have to rely on bolts that will cancel five times before they come and pick you up. Yeah. My experience with bolts in, in Accra is, is even worse yo. than like, bro. If you don't do bolts X, um, you It'll get say, into a car that has no AC, and the guy will say, "Yes, I don't have AC," and you'll be looking at him, and he'll be looking at you in Accra, or in Lagos. Ninety-nine percent of them only take cash. Yeah. If you if you and it will guy, drop you, you where London, you are. You think you can book with your card on on no. the app and then pay? They'll be like, oh, "How are you paying?" As soon as you say, "Card," you're I've already paid. They'll just ex you. They won't even say bye. They'll just drive off. And you know you what? Serious? The joke is the difference in oh, Lagos because is... because they don't want the platform to take some of their money. Right. Okay. In Lagos, at least they'll call you before they get to you and say, ah, Oga, yeah. I know go do car trip. In Accra, they'll wait to meet you there, ask you and then say no and then, and then drive, drive off That's after you've crazy. wasted 10, 15 minutes. So yeah, um, come back. You'll love Lagos. Yeah, listen, listen I, wanna, I, I really want to go back. I really want to go back and visit, man. It's been a long time. I've no, I haven't been in... 13 years. Wow. And when you come, you have to do like minimum six weeks. Honestly. What? Yeah. Six weeks. I've never been, I've never spent more than three weeks in Ghana. What? Okay. But you guys are in the scene, right? So you're going to use like two weeks to socialize, do all the bars. You're going to go to Zoya, DNA, whatever. Then you're going to do two weeks of like networking, going to all the labels and meeting the artists. And then you'll actually do two weeks of tourism. You'll do Lekki Conservation. You'll go to um, La Fassi Park. That's a nice um, breakdown. Yeah. Badagri. Yeah. So to actually get the slave, could you know the slave, um, what do I want to call them? Monuments yeah, aren't yeah. just in Ghana. We have yeah, them in Badagri yeah, as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you'll break it down like that. Enjoyment. Work, yeah. Tourism, that's it. You know what? That works as long as I get in your box. <laughs> <laughs> you go. You know what? I can actually give you an itinerary now. So on Sundays you'll go to W Bar. Yeah. On Mondays you'll go to Obi's house. Yeah. On Tuesday you'll actually rest. Yeah. Wednesday you can pick a restaurant. Yeah. Thursday you'll go to Bogo Biri. So it's like an open Fact. mic. She, 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 she has she, it. She's she's good at this. <laughs> 
<laughs> She's good at she this. She has this broken down, I think, man. I think I need you in my box. Don't worry. I mean, I mean, and then Friday, Saturday, you'll go to all the clubs that I, I mean, mentioned. You, that's if, it. if a strip club is your kind of thing, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely my kind of thing. You can go to Secret Palace. You can go to Silver Fox. Can you quickly, can you quickly give me an itinerary for Ghana? For Accra? <sighs> quick one, quick one. You know what, though? Because I, I literally just left Niger. That's why it's fresh. For yeah. Ghana. Oh, God. Mm, I don't think I can... I, I, I don't think I know. I was it's hoping day you day. struggle with that one. Okay, so <laughs> you'll do uh, Bloom Bar. Everyone does Bloom Bar. Uh, oh, oh, wait, hold on. The mall... Um, the mall that's next to the um, to the to the airport. No one ma, goes. Ma, ma, no ma, one, ma, no one ma, goes ma. the mall anymore. No, no, no. There's a club on top of the mall. Uh, what's the mall called? It begins with M. Oh, I'm Marina, looking at you, Marina, Marina Mall. Yes, the club okay. in Marina Mall. Okay. okay. Um, that's weekend as well. Marina Mall. How could I forget Marina? Um, uh, you know what? Let me be honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually lived in Lagos for Accra. I've only come when they told me that there's parties. Detti Rave, okay, Afrochella, okay, okay. Afro Nation, all white party, all black party. Yeah. So I don't know. The itinerary week in week out with yeah. Lagos. You, you can break that's it down. Like regardless yeah. of Desi December, that's those standard, events yeah. happen standard. Uh, religiously. Yeah. Standard. So okay. don't worry, I'm yeah, back yeah, in GH this December. I'll come back next year and I'll tell you what. Nice, nice, nice. I might bump nice. in June in Ghana anyway. Take so. me yeah, with yeah. you. What yeah. you mean, bumping? This, this guy, this we're guy, going, you we're going, we're going. This guy, you got flu him and everything, man. He's all over the place, man. Okay, wait. Question back to you. What's the itinerary, Mister? I know so much. Okay, go ahead. ITK. ITK. I'm, I'm, I'm a homebody. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so where are the places you nah. go to? Yeah, you tried to draw me out. You didn't think it was coming bro, back to you. Tell bro, us where I'll, are we going. I'll, I'll start off a Bloomba. You get me? I said Bloomba. I'll God. start off a Bloomba. Mm-hmm. You get me? Then. Then I'll go home and sleep. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I'm ending at Ace Tantra. Did you go Ace Tantra when he was in Ghana? Ace Tantra, no. You no. never went to Ace. Ace, no. I thought you was popping bottles with the big boys and that. You if need they, to go to they, Ace, oh. Ace, I don't think I did. In Osu, Ace Tantra, that is where everyone goes to to end the night. That is where that's where David do. That's where Bernard boy. That's where they. they All be right, if they were there, then I was there too. All right. right. <laughs> 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 Listen, Grace. Thank you so much. Did you call man. me Grace? Gracie. Oh wow. Gracie. So Gracie. <laughs> <laughs> nah it's Gracie listen thank you so much man for thanks real, for, for having real, for me real, for real. listen you keep on talking about your artists and everything which which artists are those so I am team Oxlade and team Bella Schmerder mm. but my agency look after quite a few people so we've just finished the campaign with Bob Marley which was crazy we were working oh. with them for nine months okay pushing the Africa Unite album if you haven't heard it I've it's heard we've, amazing, we've, amazing. amazing. We've, we've, we've got features on there from Tiwa from Rema Sark uh, Tenny Sark yeah. um, honestly it's an amazing project yeah, yeah. Um, and so yeah even though I'm on the like management and internal team for Oxlade and Bella I do publicity for everyone so if you would like to you know increase your visibility and awareness please with promo press publications or playlists feel free to hit me up please you know what let's let's talk about it after after this just come with budgets okay okay okay. i'm not doing anything on exposure okay i have bills to pay too abby no 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 no. we will definitely talk on everything man we'll definitely talk okay so since you mentioned my artist your artist please Oxlade. guys Oxlade has just dropped a track with Dave called Intoxicated it's amazing we have a lyric video a visual challenge on the YouTube as well okay. and we have an album coming you've heard it here first mm-hmm. yeah. so nice. get plugged in okay nice. 
nice, nice. Before we get into the sleepers and everything, yeah, mm. for everyone that's watching, where can they find you? Underscore Gracie Mate on all platforms. That's Twitter, that is Facebook, that is Instagram and Snapchat, as well as TikTok. Um, and actually, I give you different things on each platform, okay? So my Instagram is my CV. Anytime I'm with a celebrity, you will right see there. it there. On my TikTok, I'm really giving you behind the scenes of like music business and my life. On Twitter, I'm really sharing like music business, like information and education. And on Snapchat, I'm just being a girly girl, okay? I like that. Facebook. It's for the old people. For the old people right there. You got me. I always tell people, yeah, I use my Facebook to check on the people that I went to country school with. You got me back in the day, man. For real. You get me? I just look at them, I'd be like, oh shit. Facebook is where I remember your birthday. I'm telling you. Left to me. Me or Ma, I don't know. I don't forget. I'm so horrible (laughs) with birthdays, man. You got what I'm saying? Listen, some of you people out there, man, salute to you guys. I said some of you people, all of you out there, all the freshers around the world, salute to you guys. Freshers. As you guys know, this is Fresh of the Boat Show. Subscribe if you've not subscribed yet. Watch the videos on YouTube. Leave a like. Leave a comment. Share it. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Or tell an enemy to tell a friend. Because they got friends too. Everybody got friends. And also, we're on Spotify as well. Spotify, Google Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Orange Podcasts, everywhere we did, podcast. it, we did it, we did all, it, we all, did all it. All your platforms right there, your audio platforms, we are there. Check us out, Fresh of the Boat Show, Fresh of the Boat Podcast. Thank you very much. Should we get into the sleepers? Please. So, which one should we go with first? I would like DND, Bellish Murder, and Little Kes. Let's go. Bellish Murder. DND, Bellish Murder, Futuring. Lil Cash, go check this out if you haven't right now, bro. It is banging out there. If you have not listened to it, you are sleeping on a long bicycle. <laughs> Do not disturb. If I know a spawn, now you dare give me joy. One time is not enough. You know, the matter could be me love. Cause I am so in love. And I want it all. One time is not enough. So, so, so. Whiskey, whiskey, tonight is so risky, risky, risky. Mm. Tonight I will break your back. Spark your nyash, my mm. tongue is sweet like pepper. Are you old enough to touch your toes? Will you swallow even after that the back of your throat? Can you take it from the back? Can you climb the pole? Can you titi titi party titi party pole? Casa, she say master, 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 master. Give me faster, 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 faster. Rasta, 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 rasta. Light me up, nine Price mighty like dollar. I'm a she knows I be done,
So that's DND, Belash Moda, featuring Lil, Lil Kesh. Taken from the DND EP yes, out now. D&D We've got EP. Tiwa Savage on the project. We've mm-hmm. got Phil's on the project Let too. Uh, non-stop Vibers with Tiwa Savage. Bankruptcy is with Phil's. We've got Ara that did amazing on TikTok as well. So get involved, guys. Yes, sir. Go sick, check that sick, out. Sick, sick. And who else are we playing again? We're going to play Oxlade featuring Dave. This one is called Intoxicated. That is my tune. Go. That is my tune. Oxlade featuring Dave, intoxicated. Show if you've not listened to this one, so you are sleeping on a bicycle. Sleeping on a bicycle. Wake up. <laughs> Let's go. Early in the morning, grab my phone, checking out my Insta, having go. Saw my shuddy with another bro. Oh my goodness, she's a hoe. I don't know what you wanna hear from me. Thinking about the ways we live for me.
change my first one yeah change your first one <laughs> can we do filler uh remix bella and nasty c filler mm. filo bella Schmurda and nasty c, yeah? and nasty c. All right, fun all right. fact i a this track i got them two together oh you oh, did for real i did wow. so um this is my sleeper now you all will know the the original with Omale, yes. But yes, we yes. really wanted to, you know, um, engage with our South African fans no. and market. So who better than Nasty C? Yeah, of course, to jump on that. Yeah, man, and the song has done really well. So uh, all right, check it out. So this is Bella Schmoda and Nasty C. Philo, the remix, 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 remix. Yes, sir. It's all about Gracie today. Yes, Nothing we're going to do for my Philo. Best on me like Philo. I'm a total 10 kilo. Thank you, Philo. Baby making factory, I'm just minding my business. You make up everything on my wish list. That's no lie, baby. God is my witness. Pretty and vicious when I talk, listen. And you cover my blisters, and you fucking ambitious. So I'm going the distance. Nothing I do for my pillow. Rest on me like pillow. On my top, ten kilo. Ten kilo. Nothing I do for my pillow. Rest on me like pillow. On my top, ten kilo.
Yes, sir. Yeah, that was that was fire. That was fire. That was fire. Killed it. That was fire. Woo! That was fire. Killed it. Thank you for Gracie. having me. Listen, thank you so much. We need a photo together. Did you, yeah, yeah, did you ever consider getting into music or anything like that? Because you can sing your ass up. Yeah. I used to be a praise and worship leader. Okay. You know what? I'm not surprised. In my former life, but um, I realized that's that always the case, isn't it? If I, I think I, it was easy as well. She, 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 that's she what was, she said. Before, she was something about. I, I she also grew up in church and all that. Yeah. 